You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm Josh Chernoff, your tour guide, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Oh, man, I am still in the uh, Christmas afterglow. Christmas afterglow? uh... Yeah, kind of like sex, except uh, I'm not smoking a cigarette or anything. I'm just eating leftover uh, so the Christmas post-coital uh, Christmas. The po- post-coital uh, Christmas chocolates, you know, just uh, oh, just hanging out, you know. Uh, no, nah, just uh, enjoying some time. Uh, been an interesting week to say the least. Uh, really, most anything of happened which in we the won't news? Go- yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> of which uh, we we won't go into. But uh, yeah, we, man, we, we don't want to be say, we don't want to be political on the no. show ever. That's never what we want to do. No. Uh, the good no. news is, uh, no matter what your political affiliation, um, everyone's against what happened. So you can kind of be uh, political in that regard. Uh, Democrat, Republican, uh, nobody thinks what happened this week was a good idea. So everybody, if we have any listeners. They're in the D.C. area. I just wanted to say real quick, just uh, we hope you're all safe. And, and uh, man, just uh, let's all let's all be good. Let's let's be good to each other. Yeah. Crazy idea. I, I had a thought and it fucking dissipated. That was my um, fault. Man. I cut yeah. you off. <laughs> you raked my eyes. Oh. No, but uh, yeah, it's been a interesting week. Um Shit, what was I going to say? I had a mm. good point, too. Uh, as you uh, enjoy your, your coffee. Yeah. Let's start. Oh, I, will, oh, 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 oh <laughs> I just I'm I just remembered it. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, seriously, shut up. But uh, uh, I will say that this week, uh, well, this past week, you know, the past week, you're hearing this on Monday, but the previous week was like the WrestleMania of memes. That's, oh, man. Holy shit. Just like... Um, the internet's undefeated. Yes. And I won't go into the details or whatever, but just like, just, just some of the shit, man. Just, yeah. I won't go into details, but if you like watching people fall off of a wall to the sound <laughs> of Mick Foley, Mick Foley falling off of the hell in a cell, then do we have yeah. something for you on the internet? Um, if, if you uh, enjoy irony of somebody carrying oh. a don't, don't tread on me flag, uh, Getting trampled to death. Uh, yeah, it's. it's been an intra- I mean, 
You couldn't see, like if you put this in the fucking it's like right out of a like a Naked Gun type movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I forget those the people who produced that. They, they you know, it's right yeah. out of the movie Airplane. Airplane, Naked Gun. It, you yeah. know, it's one of the, I've been saying for a long time and again. Nice beaver. And then like the person brings down the beaver. Yep. You know. I, hey, uh, I got my don't tread on me flag. <laughs> stomp, 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 stomp. And then here comes the kiss of stomp. Yeah, um, which is which is and we're not in any way making light of somebody no. you know losing their life. No. We're looking at this going like the fuck. Like this is every time something seems so absurd. I thought it was go, the I thought it was the onion. Yeah. When I read that. I like, I, oh I looked at that. There have been so many things that I've seen online this past week that I've instantly researched because I looked at it and I yeah. said, Well, okay, that's obviously somebody made that shit up. And then they right. didn't. But which, by the way, I do want to say, again, whatever political party or whatever it is, whoever you are, wherever you are, um, right. that is a practice that I highly recommend because there were times um, that I would read something, uh, whether it was against my beliefs, in alignment with my beliefs, and I'd go, oh, man. And I'd like... You know, instantly, let's say it was like back in the day, I'm living with my brother or something. I'd just be yeah. like, hey, dude, did you hear this? And then you look into it and you go, oh, shit, that was someone made that up. That was not, yeah. you know. So my uh, I highly recommend fact checking things. Find a fact checking source that you truly, truly trust and and check just, it three times over. Exactly. See who's, you know. Um, see who's posting these things because honestly, that's that's dangerous on all sides. That is dangerous yeah. to believe yeah. that someone is to believe you're doing something for a reason that you shouldn't be uh, because you've been lied to, or to believe that someone did something when they didn't actually do it. And right. I'm I'm being as political as I and can I've, in not being been, political, but in wrestling, I've been victim of that. Uh, there was a, I won't even go into the details, but there was a guy who used to run a, a website, no. uh, a news website and reported that I said two uh, high profile figures <laughs> in wrestling had been injured in the car wreck. They said, I said it and I never said that. And another high profile, well, my friend, Georgie Amacropolis came to me and said, Hey, did you say this? I would absolutely not. Mm. Turns out the guy who reported it, I had a beef with his brother over something. So he was going to fuck me and make it look like I said so-and-so and so-and-so got hurt in a car wreck. And that was the source. Man. And then Georgie Ann went out and said, thankfully, because everybody respects her opinion, or respect her, rest in peace, that I, in fact, did not say those things. So... Yeah, definitely fact check your sources. Go to, you know, even before, you know, you, you click share or like or, you know, or reply to it. I I see a lot of friends who, I you know, I respect and admire and love dearly. I'm like, oh, you probably shouldn't have retweeted that. Or, oh, why? why? And you want to you correct them, but you don't want to, you know. Yeah. There's something to engage. Like I've learned, I learned this a long time ago. There, there's something to engaging people on social media that's just a complete waste of fucking time. Yep. But like I would, I would find myself spending a good couple hours going back and forth with people, 
and I would sit there and I'm angry and I'm, I'm, my, I'm physically literally hot. Like when they say, don't get hot, man. Yeah. I find my face like flush. Oh, you're red all worked up. I'm rubbing worked my up, eye man. Now, giving myself the uh, virus. Oh man. Yeah. Such an itch on my eye. And, um, seriously, you look at the clock, you go, oh, well there was five hours. I won't get fucking back. Yeah. We, you know? I may have said, I feel like I may have said this on the show many, many moons ago. Um, yeah. But uh, there was, I was on a cruise with my friends back in 2009. A giant group of us went on a cruise and it was great. We had a lot of fun. And we uh, reserved the basketball court and we went to, at our time, and they're like, oh, And then nobody. Ted DiBiase came along and kicked you out. Yeah, I was dribbling and dribbling, and I was so close, so close, and he kicked the ball. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, I so we went, and they're like, oh, the last person didn't return the ball, uh, so j- you can just go to the court. Because, you know, you go to pick up the, the ball from the desk where you reserved it. So we go there, and there's this kid, and we're like, oh, hey, they're like, uh, where'd you get the ball? And he's like, oh, I just found it here. And we're like, oh, did you reserve the time? He's like, no. And we're like, okay, we, we reserved the time. They just didn't return the ball before. So, you know, and he's like, well, no, man, I'm playing. And we're like, well, no, man, like we reserved the time. And he, and he sort of got, he responds, no, I reserved the time. And we're like, you, but you just said you didn't, you found the ball here. And he's like, no, no, I, I got this ball because I reserved the time. And we're like, right. you literally just told us a second ago that you did this. Yeah. And I was getting I was getting three quarters hot at that point. And my buddy Vishal, <laughs> who was with me, he pulls yeah. me aside and he just said, he goes, Josh, you can't argue with stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but, but he's like, you can't argue with stupid and i've never forgotten that because every time i see something online and i go i'm gonna say something because you think you think if i just say something and i use logic then then all of a sudden that person's gonna go you know what you've made a good point and changed my mind and sometimes things like that can happen if it's somebody who's just misinformed or whatever but i've always just kind of remembered that it's like you can't argue with stupid yeah but God, do you want to sometimes? And uh, I can't tell. I can't tell you how many times this over the course of the last couple months, where I've written something, and I stand, I sat there and stared at it. Yep. I went, you know what? And I just hit the delete button and watch it all go away, and I X out the box. It's like it's not worth it. I've had times where it. I want to be like, if you support this or that and follow me, please unfollow me. And then, I, you know, but I don't because the thing is, and this is what I always try to look at with people. Nothing is black and white. Everything's a shade of gray. You Absolutely. can't look at one person and go, oh, well, they did this. This is, of course, why they did this. This is, of course, you don't, and I'm not, I'm certainly not apologizing for any freaking behavior that we saw last week. Um what I'm saying in other situations, because with that, it's like, dude, I don't know why you were there. I don't care why you were there. You shouldn't have been. Um, and that, I, and again, to me, that's not being political. When you, when you terrorize people of both political parties, I don't think that's me taking a political stance. Um, I didn't want to see a Democrat or a Republican hurt in that. 
yeah, I don't want to see any human. I don't want to see any human beings hurt. Yeah, but, yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, and I think you know that that was something that I hope so many people saw in that moment. You know, they didn't, they didn't rush one political party out of there into an undisclosed location. They rushed everybody because in that yeah. moment, every single person was a human being who felt threatened, and right. that is inexcusable. So, you know, that's, I don't want to get into, you know, we, we, we can't, I feel like we say the term, I don't want to get political so much because we have things that are on our chest that we want to get off, but we don't want to alienate Alienate. anybody. But what I feel confident in is that we're not alienating anyone that listens to us. Cause if you listen to us, unless this is your first episode and you're trying us out for the first time, if this is even your second episode, then I feel like. You get us, and we get you, and yeah. we, you know, we've built a community that we are so proud of because this is the, the pod squad, as we call it, is a community of just good people. And I feel very confident that we're not alienating anybody because I feel confident that the people that listen to this show are just good, decent people because I've seen the way you all interact with each other, and I just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I call, call me... Uh, Call me crazy, but uh, I'm I'm I have this mindset of like, hey, let's not hurt each other. Hey, let's not uh, judge each other based on our race or religion or anything. It's just yeah, you know, this silly idea that we're all people. But you know, fuck me, I guess. So yeah, th- that whole world's just like pro wrestling. Um, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, you know, they probably I hate you, you hate me, and then behind the scenes they're like, Haha, we got them suckers. Yeah. So that's why I try not to get riled up about that stuff. You know, I, yep. it's all one big work. Um, you know. Dude, politics is a big fucking work. Dude, I have a friend who went into politics and he said his re- he was in wrestling and his wrestling career prepared him for his career in politics. And how, and so, and how is Glenn? And I, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, well, actually, that, that would be like, he's like, well, yeah, he's the first person I know who went to the politics. So that makes like three people I know who sprung sprung board from pro wrestling into politics and pro wrestling prepared them, you know, yeah. in every single way, whether it's, you know, cutting promos or talking in front of people and stuff like yeah. that. But there's so much to that world. It's, and I only, I, like I said, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But uh, it's been a crazy week, man, and it, it broke. It, this week kind of broke my heart. Yeah, you know, just to see so many people just um, at odds, and for what? There's too much you hate. Know? There's too much hate and too much divide in this world, not just in this country, in this in this world, in our country, in uh, communities. I mean, it goes yeah. from the on the largest scale to the mm-hmm. smallest scale of yeah. family members who fight each yeah. other over s- just stupid shit. And I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, if you agree, if you ha- disagree or agree, if you have spe- specific stances on things, I'm not saying it's stupid. There are a lot of things that are very important. And yes. it's very important to have everybody's opinions heard and have everybody, you know, um, I have strong opinions on things. Doesn't mean I'm right on any of them. Same. You know, I think I am, 
but I welcome the I welcome a grown up adult conversation. You know, break out your PowerPoint and explain to me why I'm wrong. Don't yell at me about how wrong I am and how terrible I am because I don't agree with you. Explain it right. to me. You know. Right. But anyway, everybody, be good to each other. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, we're all on this planet together. Yeah. And I'm gonna sound like corny, and I'm gonna sound like a hippie. But seriously, uh, we're all on the same side, really. We're all Americans. Right? Yeah. Because I tell you, when the aliens finally come down, meanie, right? They're not gonna give a fuck what our political affiliation is. Right. So. Yeah. Let's all get Seriously. each other's back. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have people on both sides of the fence that I love dearly, mm-hmm. and I uh, they have. So there's some people who are like-minded, some people who uh, I disagree with. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans, you know? I mean, except for the hundreds of uh, people outside of our country that listen to our show. But, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure they feel. You hear that, Coach Sal, in Nicaragua? We're all Americans. (laughs) Hey, well, I'm sure he, you know. No, we're all people. We're all human beings. Yeah, we're all and people. I'm busting yeah. Meanie's balls. He, 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 I, we oh, all know what he Well, meant. that's a lot of busting. Oh, so. man. Busting makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even sitting on a chair right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, James Sorensen writes, as Bill and Ted once said, be excellent to each other. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, so what else is going on aside from... Uh, uh, <laughs> Dude, I just, uh, yeah, like I said, we're in the Christmas afterglow. Uh, mm-hmm. Mrs. Meany got me uh, some vinyl for Christmas, which has uh, have you, flared up. Have, flared you, worn, up my have you worn it yet? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, oh. Special occasions. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, she kind of re- you know, flared up my uh, itch for uh, vinyl. So I've been, like, searching the Internet for... Uh, new records and uh, I bought I had bought like a couple records and she's like please stop buying records because <laughs> some of your Christmas gifts still haven't come in the mail oh man uh, which eventually like uh, this week one of her Christmas gifts did come in the mail and I'm a, a proud owner of the complete set of David Lee Roth era Van Halen vinyl so very nice that's pretty cool she that and she got me the uh uh, reissued Japanese singles for the uh, David Lee Roth era. It's a they're they're reproduced reproductions. They're not the originals, but um, and the thing with that, that with that is, well, I love the box set and I love what she got me. Like uh, we got shorted like two records. Sure. And oh, here's a story. Uh, Didn't I, but I thought you said that last time. And and they're uh... well, listen. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So so uh, she. Uh, wrote to them Christmas Day, and they replied, "Oh yeah, we'll get them right out to you." And she, you know, a couple of days went by, and she's like, I, I, "I'm resigned to the fact that they're not coming." Yeah. So yesterday, she got an email finally from the folks who uh, we bought it from. It's the Van Halen store. Yeah. You know, long story short, it's the Van Halen store. So uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're we're sending those uh, records out. We'll send you the tracking." So that was a, a pleasant surprise. But I don't know. Did we? I I tell you the story of when she got the email saying on Christmas night she emailed him and got an email back, 
Did she tell you the story? Did we tell the story of what happened? I don't. Because this is pretty. This is pretty. Start funny. telling uh, the story. Start telling the story. So, or just Christmas tell it again. Not, we have first-time listeners. Yeah. So Christmas night, I open up the uh, the box set forty-fives from the David Lee Roth era, and we noticed there's two. We go through the listing of what's supposed to be in there. There's two forty-fives missing. She writes to them, and they reply back. And she's like, "Oh, they wrote back." I was like, "It's probably that cocksucker." Well, no, I didn't say cocksucker. It's probably that guy, Jeff. I'll leave his last name out. Blah, blah, blah. He no-sold me back in the day or for something. And she looked at the email. She started erupting in laughter, no pun intended. Yeah, that's the guy's – well, his guy, guy's name's Jeff Hausman. I'll just say his fucking name. Fuck it. I don't no care. No relation to Nick. Uh, right. From uh, uh, Wrestling Inc. Good dude. Yeah. So she's, she's like, yeah, how'd you, how'd you know his name was Jeff Hausman? I was like, back in high school – uh, I went Holy to uh, back, back in high school. school. Back, listen, <laughs> back in <laughs> high school, I went. I went to. I took a graphic arts class, right? And uh, you know, I sit, you know, screen printing, not screen printing. Uh, I could run a printing press, whatever you needed, brochures, flyers, whatever. And I, so I made myself a nice letterhead with the Van Halen logo, name, address, phone number. Uh. So I see this advertisement in Rolling Stone magazine for eruption video. I was like, oh, shit. I'll send him a letter, get a catalog. So I write to him. And then, like, one day I come home from school, and there's a, a, a thing on my voicemail. Uh, hi, uh, please call back, blah, blah, blah. I call him back, and the guy goes, are you with, uh, by chance, with Van Halen? Because my letterhead looked so official. Because I had a Van Halen letter, the Van Halen logo on my fucking letterhead. Uh-huh. I was like, no, uh, I made that, by the way. And so we started talking, and uh, I bought a bunch of bootleg Van Halen from him and all that stuff. So eventually, we work out this barter. I was like, hey, man, uh, you need updated catalogs, and I need Van Halen bootlegs. <clears throat> so send me this list of concerts, and I'll, when I go to school, I'll make you the you know the brochures for your, your service. Sure. Cool. So, yeah, it's me and this guy, Jeff, talking. So I send him the brochures. He sends me the thing. Time goes on. I guess he disbands. Eruption video no, no longer exists. Miraculously, there's, like, this new Van Hale, official Van Hale magazine called The Inside. And it, they're covering, you know, it's during the Sammy days. And they're covering Sammy era whatever. But they're also doing articles back in the day. Right. Lo and behold, in the, uh, the the credits, it's this guy, Jeff. Jeff Hausman. He runs the Inside Magazine. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Flash forward, I go to, I want to say, Van Halen's Balance Tour. This is like 95, 96, uh, or something like that. One of the, It was over in Camden at whatever the fuck it's called now. It used mm-hmm. to be the Blockbuster, Sony Blockbuster Entertainment Center or whatever. Amphitheater, right? Yeah. So I'm walking, all of a sudden this guy walks out and he's got this Van Halen laminate. I look down at this laminate, it says Jeff Hausman. I go, oh, Jeff, what's up, man? It's Brian. I made the catalogs for you, blah, 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 blah. And just like your fucking basketball story, the guy goes, yeah, I'm not Jeff. What? Your laminate says Jeff Hausman. He goes, oh, yeah, I just borrowed somebody's laminate. 
uh, just come out and go back in. I went, oh, okay, you have a good day, right? So I'm like, that motherfucker, he wow. fucking no-sold me, fucking big league me. You know, like I'm going to go, so, oh, man, can you get me in the meat Van Allen? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was just saying hi, right? Yeah. And then a couple years later to come out with a, a Van Halen documentary, uh, Van Halen, the early years, it's on YouTube, you can find it. And then in that same fucking <laughs> fucking uh, documentary, there's good old Jeff, the same guy I met at the Very Van Halen concert. Yeah, it says Jeff Hausman, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. I was like, man, wow. not, no selling motherfucker. Totally no sold me. I I looked at him. I went, hey, Jeff. I'm not Jeff. I went down and looked at I was like, but you're laminate. It says Jeff Hausman. We've talked on the phone, eruption video, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, yeah, I'm not Jeff. You motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but to his credit, uh, he's doing well now with the Van Halen store. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, and, and he's sending he's sending us the record, fucking asshole, and things will work out for him, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pod like, Squad, dude. you want to find him online? Now, please don't harass <laughs> him. I want my records. Don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's yeah. wait and see if your records if your records arrive. If they don't, yeah, then we're gonna have to go after him. Um, Hey Jeff, remember that time you no sold the blue meat? I think I've tweeted him though. I, 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 I remember, you want it in it? We can say in the uh, for this episode. Just uh, blue meat. He talks about his uh, his decades old relationship with, and then tag him in it. Just be like, what? <laughs> what is this? That'd be great. Oh, RJ says there's the title of the episode. I'm not Jeff. There, there you go. There it is. RJ it. knocked out of the park. <laughs> That's uh, a couple things uh, knocked out of the fucking party. Because we're always like, oh, fuck, what did we talk about during this episode? Yeah. This Dude, is, oh, speak. Go this ahead, is an ama- no, I was just going to say it's an amazing thing. We have Patreon members who they so graciously pay to be a part of our Patreon. And then we just, like, take such advantage of, like, oh, great. You, you have an idea? Oh, that's so much easier on us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like, I, sometimes I feel like, like, aren't we supposed to be? I mean, I guess we're providing them with this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're such bad salesmen. At least I am. Oh, horrible. We, yeah. we suck. Um, and find out how oh, but- badly we suck by going to patreon.com slash mind of a meanie. Mind, mind of, I'm sorry, mind of a meanie, did I just say? All right, time well, to crack I, this open. There's some extra caffeine in here. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about our... Seltzers. <laughs> I've got, uh, what you, uh-huh. what you got black cherry coffee. What have you got, Meanie? I got Lacroix. Uh, fuck. Oh, Raz Raz cranberry. Oh, Raz cranberry. Ooh, nice. Big, big fan of cranberry. Big fan of cranberry. So, three, two. Oh, mine was slow because I was trying not to have my hands touch the thing in case. Um, so before we went on the air. Um, yeah, a little inside baseball. Before we went on the air, I got a uh, uh, package in the mail of the. And boy, um, did you. <laughs> um, a, a large package. Um, and uh, it, uh, it was the prototypes of our action figures. 
So we shared that with our Patreon members. And again, patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. You can watch this video and uh, you'll be able to see up close and personal, at least to me, I didn't get too close to the camera, but um, they look amazing. They are ridiculously incredible. Um, but they've passed through a lot of different hands on the way here. And some of those hands uh, did come down with the virus at one point. So I was a little nervous about it, uh, about opening them. But it's been like a week. So, like, there's no I, way. I, I laugh, but it's, it's not a funny thing. But. No, I'm not, making, I'm not making light of it. I had an itch on my yeah. eye, and I'm like, oh, crap, I can't scratch this because, like, I opened these things up, and I haven't washed my hands since. Um, well... Next week, uh, Joel Gertner will be stepping in for me. Uh, on, uh, oh, man. You got a brand new basement you can live in for two weeks by yourself. Seriously, except we didn't put a bathroom down here. Yeah, it's put a little honey pot in the corner. Yeah. I have a sump you pump. Could do, you could do the Kurt so. Henning and shit in a bucket and just yeah. let everybody else enjoy the fucking aroma. <laughs> you know that story, right? Yes, I think you've told it before. Okay. Feel free to share it again if you want to. When uh, the NWO was... One of the shows they had to hide under the ring to attack. I get think Warrior, and all the NWO guys went under the ring under before the show, and they gave them like uh, a monitor to watch and uh, like a walkie-talkie and a bucket to take a piss in. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Mister Perfect went and just took a dump in it. <laughs> Everybody had to sit on it. That's the best thing about the rib, you know. He he succumbed the rib too, yeah. just to rib other people. Yeah, but he it was his own the rib. Yeah, everybody likes their own brand. Um, yeah. you know, sometimes, man, sometimes something will happen. You go, I know it came from me, but that's not mine. <laughs> Who's boiling blood? Is it's like somebody came in and blood? put a, put, put something on the shelf, like uh bill after at Barnes and Noble. Ever tell you that? No. <laughs> no. Bill after did not take a shit on the shelf at Barnes and Noble. Just to be clear. Um, no, it gets wild. He has his book is wrestling fixed. I didn't know it was broken. And uh, um, and he has a bunch of like the, you know, um, I guess paperbacks. Uh, and he posted a picture one time of like the at, at uh, Barnes and Noble in Willow Grove. And it was like an end cap where it's like the uh, like, I don't know if it's it's like staff recommendations, whatever it was. Right. So it's got like four books. And it's got, let's say, four different rows. So you've got book A, and then second row under it is book A, and then book A, and book A. And then next to book A is book B. And then every row under it is that same book B. And it just goes down like that. Yeah. So he just, like, puts his covering, like, let's say, book B on, on row one, but doesn't cover book B on row two, three, or four. So it was very clearly, and I was never sure if he was trying to pass it off as like, look what's here. Because it was like, unless he was just like clearly making a joke, like he went in and put it on, which is what I believe he was probably trying to do. But I was always like, In Bill, hindsight, I hope so. You yeah. could have really, because, you know, it's theater of the mind. And I'm like, Bill, you could have just, you know, brought three more books with you. And covered over <laughs> the other ones, and everyone would have believed it. And then you could have just said, hey, if it's not there contact you know your store and say hey i wanted ordered in and you know but that's that was the story it's not anything too too uh crazy but 
Yeah. Uh-oh, what just happened there? Oh, nothing. You don't want to know. Oh, God. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, that, that yes. happened. I, I, I promised that I would get, like, a f- dedicated fart mic. Yeah. Uh, let my but you gave a mic to Mrs. Meany instead, which I think was a good good call. Yeah, we... And, oh! Ho, ho. <laughs> Meany just, just took himself out with his own brand. And my eyes are watering, and I'm not sure why. Oh, fuck. Wow, what Hold did on. you do? Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie so you can watch Meanie. He is, oh my God. I've never seen someone so insulted by their own gas. Wow. Jeez. Are you okay? Oh, fuck. That just went, that, just, that was a hell, hell of a how do you do. That singed the uh, nose hairs? What? Holy shit. Jeez. That was like sudden. I, I, what? There's a fucking there's a ghost in here. That wasn't mine. Uh, Man, that is uh, that is upsetting to watch. <laughs> and I'm not. That, that was a fucking hundred percent shoot right there, man. Yeah. What did uh, you eat? Wow. To lead to this. This morning. Yeah. Uh, shredded. I had shredded wheat. Okay. Well, hey. That's bringing in some fiber. It's going to help things yeah. move along with uh, from a gas standpoint. So what did you eat last night? Because I feel like last night is who just... This morning's meal just helped last night's meal show up. We had a we had a snack plate of like cheese and... Uh, I want to say sausage or ham or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it's all meat to me. I don't I get, feel like that's not anything abnormal. So what was this? Was this a smell that you weren't familiar with was this uh i don't think i've well i think the fact that i'm sitting down like if i was standing it would have dissipated more by the time it reached my face oh but you went and it kind of huffed dude i'm like well i'm i'm sitting on my uh spectrum chair Mm. and uh you know i'm kind of hunched over you know just trying to look cool (laughs) and uh i did the one cheek sneak which you called me out on yep i'm here to out you it's an it's an audio podcast. I have to to me. I'm I'm a as you say. I, I like to describe every blade of grass for our listeners. Yes, you're like uh, the Phillies announce yep. team. Uh, every blade of grass, everything that comes from your ass. I was going. I was actually going to stand up and fucking stood to the mic, but I was like, you know what? The, Short it might, circuit it might the, have. Uh, yeah, it might have company. Um, oh, yeah. I don't want to play. Uh, Butthole bingo and bingo stamp my underwear. <laughs> Just, I want to play whack-a-mole. I, I don't want to touch cloth. I don't want to poke daylight. I don't want to uh, prairie dog it. Um, oh, my. I want to play peekaboo. Uh, I feel peek-a-boo. like all of our... <laughs> uh, I feel like all of our episodes have just degenerated to uh, meanie shitting himself. Which is wonderful. Which time? Which time? All of them. <laughs> oh, which time you shit yourself? Yeah. Oh man, we're uh, remember that. Remember that time you put your shitty <laughs> underwear in the toilet tank at Philly Rock on Delaware Ave <laughs> <laughs> while you were out on a date. Oh God. Yeah, yeah we're uh, we're having Pre- fun. Pre- here, Mrs. Meanie. Yeah. 
Oh, that was great. I tried to do like a one cheek sneak and I was like, I'm going to go wash my hands. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm laying on the fucking baby changing table in the fucking <laughs> restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting uh, up my own legs. And just, uh, <laughs> I believe that post is called Happy Baby. How did I shit on my socks? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, man. Anthony Camarada says, it's a classy podcast. Uh, As my dad used to say, if you didn't have low class, you'd have no class at all. Yeah. But, uh, hey, it's what we're doing here. We're... uh, The best is when you fart when you watch it. What's that? The best is when you you fart when you watch a parent check their baby's diaper. It's just like... (laughs) You let one go in the fucking supermarket, and they lift up their kid to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're in the corner hey, we like. Don't, <laughs> we don't put on airs on this show. We put shit in the air. But, uh, man. Hey, Meanie, remember when we were talking about you uh, coming by this week to pick up your figure and drop off the uh, signed stuff? I'm thinking yeah. maybe you just send it in the mail, and I send this in the mail. What do you... Or I'll just fucking fart in the envelope and send it to you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, you got four that to the pod squad. I don't want to do that pod squad. Yeah. Dude, I've... Let me ask you an honest time. question. Those signed things, are they currently in the same room that you're in? No. Okay. They're downstairs. In a well-ventilated area. Everybody's safe. In the living room. Yeah. I'm gonna, well, I'm mailing them out, so maybe I'll get one of those little uh, sprays, those fart sprays. Just got to spray it and seal the envelope. Mrs. Meany gets mad when I don't use the fucking poopery in the bathroom. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys that waits till like the absolute last second where, you know, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door, you know, just, and then it, it just fucking breaks through. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit down and plop and I'm done. <laughs> and it's just so, you know. Yeah. You know and, what? I mean, anytime, for me, I, I, Anytime I, get, I use po, anytime I use potpourri, I always break the fucking seal on that thing. It just fucking it. Just uh, potpourri is a great product, though. Oh, it's great yeah. for average people. <laughs> so we need a blue meanie extreme potpourri. Yeah, meanie, I w- please join Patreon five dollars just want just so you could see. Wherever that's time stamped at just about 38 minutes, the seriousness on Meanie's face when he just agreed to needing that extra strength poopery. Yep. Uh, I'm, it was like uh, akin to is, a serial killer being as matter-of-factly of, of the damage he calls. Oh, it had to be done. <laughs> what are we doing here? I like to do that when I, somebody calls, and I don't. I, I'm sure it's a telemarketer. You just pick up the phone and go. It's been done. There's blood <laughs> everywhere, but it's been done. <laughs> and you just hang up and let let them fucking wonder what the fuck that was about. Oh man. Yeah, but seriously, yeah, poopery. <laughs> well, uh, we lo- we all learned. I know sell that shit. <laughs> no, but oh seriously. man. What am I supposed to do now, like, when 
you know, when the world gets back to normal and inevitably we're able to like get together, or have you over, I'd love to have you and Mrs. Meany come over the house and like actually, you know, and you go, oh, I need to use the bathroom. Like I kind of, there's well, part of me that kind of wants to be like, listen, man, like I'm going to need a deposit <laughs> or something before like, you know, it's kind of like uh, when a pit bull humps your leg, you just let him finish. Just, uh, you know, got to go. I am so, you know, we've been talking. You see, now. Me, out in your back, you see me out in your backyard and it's just, yep. I mean, he's launching a space shuttle again. My, my neighbors like a, have two dogs. There's no way they would be able to tell, you know. <laughs> um, I... Uh, you know, we've been we've been talking about these different ideas of what we can do when the world kind of gets back to normal, and uh, you know, we we've talked about different things to promote our action figures and different signings yeah. and things we can do. And I have these thoughts of like, oh, well, that's not bad. This would be what, like, maybe we could go out as far as like a two hour drive or something. Not a big deal. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you know, we can just kind of we'll meet up somewhere and go together. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know there's this part of me that's like all I want to do is spend, I, I would love more than anything. Like let's say there's like a, a star cast out in uh, uh, Chicago and there's this first thought of like, dude, a 12-hour drive with Meanie, this would be like we could just turn the camera on and this would be a, a, a great show. This would be awesome. It could be a Patreon great exclusive. Yeah. Amazing. We could put it on our some of it on our YouTube channel, do a full episode. And then there's the other part of me that's just like, I don't, can I do that to myself? Can I? Should I get a rental? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Not bringing my car tor- for that. Get full tort. Uh, that uh, is something though that would be, we got it like, we got to do something. You know, there's going to be, there's going to be another star kiss. You know, that's going to happen. Oh yeah. We're going to have and, two uh, stage shows too. I confirmed it. <laughs> I confirmed it with myself. Um, yeah. We're going to have a That Was Extreme and a Mind of the Meanie. Yeah. That definitely was extreme. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> excuse me. As I scratch my back, I'm so unprofessional. <sighs> I usually have my little fucking bear claw thing that I scratch my back with. But. I don't even want to know what happened to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, this fucking weather dried the shit out of my skin. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I hate this fucking weather, man. I fucking hate it. I, I'm well, because it's after little... January first. I've always been like this weather as you're gearing up towards Christmas and New Year's is like magical. Yeah, and then the clock strikes twelve, and you're like, "The fuck is this? This is <laughs> I can't deal with this." Um, yeah, party's over. You got to clean up the confetti. You got to throw out the fucking Christmas stuff, and then yeah. it's like there's nothing to really look forward to, really. Until yeah, Easter, maybe. I put all know. the, uh, so we, we like to get all, you know, put a lot of decor out and stuff, especially this year, because we're like trying mm-hmm. to make things special, even though, you know, we can't go anywhere or do anything. So I had a bunch of Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's decor. The New Year's yeah. decor has been put away. The Hanukkah decor has been put away. But the Christmas decor, uh, spoiler, they make more Christmas stuff than they do Hanukkah stuff. Um, even though Hanukkah's eight nights and Christmas is just one fucking day, you know, um, there's just tons of stuff. And I'm just like, every day I look at it, I'm like, ah, I don't need to put it away yet. So I don't know. Then especially this year, like, do I want to put it away? And then everything feels so empty and yeah, you know, I don't know. One of the most heartbreaking things is like, um, 
the last year my mom lived at this house before she went to move in my sister mm -hmm. and uh we left the christmas tree up for a while mainly just you know my loved christmas and mainly because we're fucking lazy and then when <laughs> the fucking end, had to take that shit down but we, we were taking the tree down and she's like well i guess christmas does have to end Mm. Oh my God! Don't say that, Ma. <laughs> You're breaking my heart over here. Yeah. Oh man. We need that space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ever since uh, Ma moved out, I never bothered putting up another tree just because eh, it was for her. Yeah. I'm not the kind. I'm not. I don't get too sappy. Well, I do get sappy. I, I'm a liar. Yeah. Uh, but this Christmas, since it was just us at home, we we put up the the mini tree, which I think is awesome. You know, yeah, it, it, it's all you need. And actually, I'm staring at it right now. We moved it from back over in Tracy's little studio area, part of Trey Media Studios, and it's right next to the TV. I'm just uh, staring at it now with the Van Halen uh, logo as the star. Nice. That's so, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, it was a nice little touch. But yeah, seriously, I hate this time of year. It's so fucking depressing, you know. Yeah. Uh, football. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you know the Eagles are out. You know, not playing. So I'm fucking. No, they're done. I actually bought new masks. Uh, I had a three pack of Eagles masks to wear, like yeah. when I'd go out, and I would just kind of circulate them through. And you know, uh, and yesterday I was like, I need to. I just need. I got like a black mask and a blue mask, and like that was it. Because I'm like, I can't just keep going out wearing an Eagles mask. This is embarrassing at this point. But you know, oh, I'm not that kind of guy that goes, oh, once the season over, you can't wear the gear. You know, no, but, I'll still wear a shirt and stuff, but the mask to just like be constantly promoting the Eagles. Yes, yeah. I kind of am like, all right, you know what? One of the most annoying things is like, you know, the Eagles will get eliminated from the players or something, and the next day you go to like Wawa, and you're wearing the Eagle shirt, and you go. And the cashier goes, why are you wearing that? They lost. Yeah. I'm still a fucking fan. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, if uh, something bad hey, happens to my friend, I don't stop being my friend's friend because something I bad happens. it depends happened, on the friend. But look, the yeah. <laughs> I'm still True. drinking my coffee from my Eagles mug, so we're not. You yeah. Know. I, I'm this sitting here so debating. Good, man. This coffee. What? I poured this coffee. What kind? Maybe like 10 a.m. And it's yeah. still hot. Yeah. Same here with my gimmick. I got the uh, the Bubba Thermos. Yeah, Mrs. You, Meanie got yeah, me. you do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, dude, I, I used Maxwell House today. Yeah. It's like fucking, so fucking better. It's the first time I had to put sugar in coffee in a while. I, I overdid it, I think. Hmm. But, um. Back in yeah, the day, I, I used to RVD style, lots of cream, lots of sugar. That was, uh, <laughs> that's how he takes his, I've told you that story before on the, on the pod. When, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fonzie. Tells me go get RVD coffee, but uh, but that's how I used to always take it. Lots of cream, lots of sugar. That that I mean, you'd think it was to the point where you'd think I was just drinking like a glass of milk. Um, yeah. Now I basically drink it black. Uh, maybe I'll put a splash of like skim milk or something in there. Uh, yeah. But I haven't done this in like a year. I because I haven't been to Wawa in a year other than just to get gas. Um, but I used to go in and they had a French, a fat-free French vanilla creamer. Say that three times. Yeah, fat-free French vanilla creamer that I would pour into my, my coffee. I would always take, I'd take like the bold, like the dark roast. I'd take like the dark yeah. roast Wawa and the French vanilla. Um, and then I would put in this fat-free French vanilla creamer. 
Dude, thing would tear me up within 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> but it was so good. And I would pour in, like, you couldn't do a splash of it because it was like I just needed so much of it. And I think that, like, like it, it couldn't have been healthy uh, for yeah. me at all. And I know I was taking probably, like, 17 servings worth because you look at it and they're like, one teaspoon of, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was always my I'm, – I'm excited to get back to it. The first drive through Wawa just opened yesterday uh, in Doylestown, which is not far from where I live. Uh, That's the, interesting. I yes. wonder how that uh, – How they came about choosing that yeah. one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, what's the – all the mechanics that are involved with it? Like, well, like uh, what do you – yeah, what are you allowed to order through there? Like, I can see coffee – but can you just yeah. be like, hey, go to aisle whatever and grab me a, you know, like a candy bar. Like, you know, it seems. The shop right, the shop right near me, they do the thing where you can order online. And I see all the people walking around the store picking the items out to be delivered. Do you just like pre-order all your items, mm. drive up to the window and they give you a couple bags and say, here you go. You know, yeah. you prepay, pre-order, prepay, and then just give you the stuff. I guess. You know. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I'll have to do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then we'll go to Wawa and order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Hi, I'm TV Steve Allen. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stewie faints. <laughs> Hi, I just want you to iron oh, up my pants. Uh, so what yeah. else is on your mind, man? What else is going on? Oh, dude. Uh... Like I said, I got the the vinyl itch. I ordered a one of my favorite under one of my favorite underrated records right now. Well, of all time, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, uh, I'm a Sammy Hagar fan. I was, I liked him before Van Halen. I liked him after Van. Yeah. He did a, a an album with Neil Sean from Journey, the guitar player from Journey. Yeah, it was him, Neil Sean, Kenny Aronson, and Michael Shreve. Uh, Kenny Aronson, you know from Billy Idol's band, the Money Money video, the guy with the big giant pompadour. It looks like he's right straight out the Stray Cats. Michael okay. Shreve was a really good drummer, like progressive type drummer. They did an album called HSAS, Hager, Sean, Aronson, and the Shreve, Through the Fire. I found that on vinyl, ordered that. And uh, I beg, I'm a big fan of Dweezil Zappa, uh, son of Frank Zappa. And he had an album back in the day called Having a Bad Day. I like, well, I like Weasel because, A, you know, he's a great musician, great songwriter. But he's a disciple of Eddie Van Halen as well. Eddie produced, like, one of his songs. Weasel made a song when he was 12 years old in, like, 1982 called My Mom is a Space Cadet, which Eddie Van Halen secretly produced under a a kayfabe name. Nice. And uh, so I went and ordered, like... (laughs) I did this to pop me. Oh, I wanted the album because I used to have it. I had the album on cassette tape, and I tried to find the CD, but they, I found a, the vinyl of it. I was like, fuck, all right. So like, there was one listing on eBay. It said, uh, Dweezil Zapp is having a bad day with bonus Don Johnson's 45 for the song Heartbeat, which, you know, Don Johnson from Miami Vice did mm-hmm. a, a single in the 80s, 90, 80s called heartbeat and they're just throwing it in for free which is like a song that me and mrs meanie like jokingly sing but <laughs> dweezil zappa plays guitar on the track so 
was like, oh, I got, you know, we're building our vinyl collection. Sure. So I almost didn't want to tell her that I got it. I wanted her just to open it. Uh, look what I bought. You know, just a popper. Because we sing that, we sing, you know, there's the lyric that goes, Hobby, I'm looking for a hobby. Huh. And, uh, it's just like when, like when we always put on like our road trip mixes and stuff like that just to pop ourselves. Like there's songs, certain songs from the '80s, like autographs turn up the radios, like one of our yeah. favorite tunes to jam. So I, I said, "Fuck, I gotta get that 45." So I ordered that. I'm waiting for that and the uh, HSAS to come out. And then my, you know, before we come on the air, my my buddy Jeremiah, who I uh, I know from you know back in the ECW days, like I said, Jeremiah's got an awesome ECW. Well, it's not dedicated. So his Instagram, Too Fast for Blood, yes. has a lot of cool ECW photos he took. He was like front row ringside for all these ECW arena shows, stuff like that. Some of which they used in the Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, there are some great. He, we we have talked about you. You've mentioned that on the show before. We've talked about it. Yeah. There's some really good things over there. So definitely check that out. Absolutely, he sends me a fucking thing. The Black Crows are putting out a thirtieth thirtieth anniversary edition of. Their first album, Shake Your Money Maker. Mm. Uh, I, I simply replied, "It will be mine." Just <laughs> oh, like yes. like Wayne and Wayne's World, looking yep. at the Stratocaster through the window. I was like, "Oh yes, it will be mine." <laughs> it's got like That's the first awesome. album with bonus tracks and then like demos and all this stuff. And then I was like, "Man, I gotta go through my basement." I got a uh, dude when I first uh, started following the Black Rose. I uh, wrote, they had a, a fan club called Crow Mafia. And uh, I wrote into them, and they start sending me like these, like, fan pet, like these press kits. Nice. Like, I didn't, se- I didn't send these folks $1, <laughs> and they sent me like a couple. I sent them no money. I was like, hey, I, I want to join your gimmick. Not in, the, not in those words, but yeah. like, they sent me like these. Hey, man, I want to hop on your these- gimmick. <laughs> yeah. I want to hop on the, that Black Crows gimmick. Um, and they sent me, like, two, like, you know, uh, you know, like the envelopes, uh, the the folders, binders, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Black binders with, uh, like, med- metallic print on it. It says Crow Mafia. Oh, it came wow. with, like, a fucking Crow Mafia laminate. Oh, and wow. it came with, like, all these press capping. And they would, they would start sending me, like, cassette tapes. Of like rare singles and all this, I got all this shit in my house. That's awesome. So, like, I, you know, the fact that they're releasing that like thirty years later, and I remember I got this, and I remember, you know, I had a back and forth with Jeff Cease from the Black Crows for a little bit, but because he moved to the area and stuff like that, it just like brought back all these memories. But like, yeah, I definitely want to. That's you know, on my next uh, vinyl excursion, you know, once yeah. like the rest of our. Uh, Christmas stuff starts coming up. But there's something about vinyl. I got to say, man, yeah, vinyl's kind of like a pain in the ass because you got to get up and, like, flip it and stuff. But the sound oh, it's so of different. vinyl. It's true, so, vi- you, true vinyl. You know, sometimes you can have it where it's like yeah. they basically took, like, CD quality and put it onto the vinyl. Right. But like, true vinyl. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so – you hear stuff on vinyl that you don't hear on, like, MP3, yeah. stuff like that. So – Sometimes I'll go on YouTube and I'll look up uh, albums. Like somebody will upload a vinyl rip of an album and you kind of pick it up on there. Yeah, but, but it's still, it's not, you're not going to hear it the same way. Um, no. That's awesome. No, that's, I've been looking at some that's vinyl. Been, um, that's been my vice. 
ever since you uh, got your ever since two weeks ago when you got your vinyl, um, I was yeah. I was looking at some stuff. I was kind of curious because I remember like some of like uh, there were like vinyl releases recently of something like anniversary. Um, yeah, like bare naked ladies and things like that. Um, uh, I've talked about you know John Mayer playing guitar. Like I would love to hear like vinyl, but like it has to be true vinyl like you'd have to be like a really good you know recording of it and it's out there and i'm like but i don't have anything to play it on so you know that's yeah that's the problem so i kind of have this dream of getting something because where i am in my office now in my little studio here i do have something off to the side there that i could theoretically take like a small because i don't need anything too big it's a small room here but to be able to just get like a little turntable like a little something that i can put there to put you know, yeah. to play some vinyl. So maybe maybe one day it'll happen. Because my guitar is going to go right next to it. And they still got to do my carpet, but, you know. <laughs> they got to um, get the color right. Oh, dude, uh, they sent me yeah. a, they sent me another sample. And it's it's Of wrong. carpet. It's the wrong thing. So I had to go pick brand new carpet. Uh, I picked yeah. out three samples that they're sending to me now. And the samples are being cut from the actual die lot. Like the actual, you know, so whatever I get this go around will be the actual thing. So I'm just like, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just, I picked these three. I'm like, one of them's going to be it and it'll be good enough. And they'll come in. I'm still waiting for the fucking door to my left. Um, I don't have a door between the, the HVAC and my studio here. Um, and it had to be like specially made and then they were like oh it'll be here wednesday and then they're like yeah it's still not here so then the company's like well maybe we'll just make it ourselves and i'm like i don't care what you do just put give me a door already and like so everything's like 98 percent finished like we're, we're so close here you know we're on the home stretch but and i'm like you know my wife was like well you could hang some things on the wall i'm like yeah but i don't know exactly you know i'm i'm like so anal about this stuff i need to like measure <laughs> exactly like i i can't just hang it on the wall i need it to be like exactly centered and I'm like, well, I don't know where the trim is going to be. I don't know. Are they <laughs> building in? Are they building out? So I'm just, I'm just waiting and uh. being a homeowner sounds like so much fun. What's that? Uh, being a homeowner sounds like so much fun. No. Uh, the fact that they put down carpet in your house, you realized it was the wrong color. And now like, you're like, no, nah, man, you gotta go. I, I, me, I just I'm like, oh, it is what it is. <laughs> I thought about it. They <laughs> offered me a credit. Um, right. Uh, for an undisclosed amount of money. <laughs> like they wouldn't tell me the percentage or that they were going to give me a, a credit for me to keep. In a briefcase and they go, yeah. uh, pick they're up. like, well, you could have the credit for this. I'm like, well, how much are they going to give me for this carpet? Because part of me was like, listen, man, you give me 50% off. I can live with it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can live with this. But they're, uh, they're like, yeah, we don't really know, and you'd have to, like, file this. I'm like, you know what, let's – I'm like, what if I get another carpet? They're like, oh, we'll just replace it for free. I'm like, let's get another carpet. Because yeah. no matter how long it takes, I mean, at least I'm here – I'm finally in this room. There's nothing else to be done except for that door and the carpet. Um, so, you know, I've got my stuff in here, so I'll have to move it out to, you know, outside my door, and I'll move it right back in, and then I'll really be able to get to work setting stuff up. But – I mean, either way, you know, I've now got my little thing behind me here that's got my Sherney Award and my belt. You know, will have my action figures. Yeah, but as far as vinyl goes uh, and getting record players, mm -hmm. they're they're fairly inexpensive now. Mm -hmm. 
I, I just went to, we go to Audi all the time because we're fucking, you know, fucking hooked on it. Shout out to Mance Warner for fucking getting us hooked on Audi. <laughs> well, like, we had an Audi, and the way it looked just looked so I have shitty. an Innie. <laughs> but they totally redid our Audi, and it's fantastic, fan-fucking-tastic. And uh, I just saw they had the, uh, it's a combination uh, record player slash CD player. To where, like, you can play your records on it, but if you pop in a blank CDR, you can record from vinyl to CD. Ooh. So you can back up your vinyl on like CD. Your, yeah, you like your old school. Vinyl. Yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of like back in the day. I mean, it was nothing for me to, you know, put vinyl and cassette tape. Yeah. You know, most of my, like, I, I would buy vinyl and I would go out and buy all the blank tapes and make my own mixes for, you know, the car ride. Yeah. You know, uh. Like, uh, in high school, my, my fucking jam was, like, I had side one of this one cassette was all of Nirvana's In Utero. Not In Utero. Uh, what was their first album? Not Bleach, but uh, with uh, fucking Teen Spirit. Oh. Uh, um, I almost want I don't want to say off the deep end. That's Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> that was his parody of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. In Utero was the set. Uh, the, well, technically. Well, I mean, I can album. picture the cover and everything. I'm just Never I'm mind. Like, never mind. It was never, called Never Mind. Never mind. Don't. Yeah, we, we'll never yeah. figure it out. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, fucking. Yeah, you know, senior year of high school, the fucking jam that my summer jam it was i put all never mind on one side and flip it over and the, the next side was black crow southern harmony and the musical companion nice which is a fucking dude they, they're you know i told i know i told i'm saying i'm buying that black crow's vinyl that when it comes out black crows are fucking amazing band mm-hmm. they, they have several albums there are a lot of bands that come out and you go that's the perfect album yeah you know and the black crows had a couple of those that just don't get recognized. Uh, you know, like uh, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for T- Destruction, perfect album. Van Halen, Fair Warning, perfect album. The Cult, Sonic Temple, perfect album. Yeah. Uh, Black Crows, Southern Harmony, and Musical Companion, perfect album. Uh, Black Crows, Amorica, perfect fucking album. Just like they, Black Crows put out so many albums, they're just like Will Smith, flawless. Millennium. Perfect album. So this is the uh, last episode. Of my... Look, I'll just. Take I was a gonna go with like it. an in sync or something, but I don't know the name of any of their albums. And somewhere as in my mind, it I... popped up Will Smith's Willennium. I don't know where that yeah. came from, but huh. you know what? I shouldn't shit on that because he's a Philly guy and I support Philly. Oh, Will Smith's the man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Look, as much as. You know, like metalheads, rock and roll guys pretend to fucking shit on fucking people or shit on mm-hmm. like pop man. I'll fucking rock out the fucking NSYNC. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You know, if I, if I like it, I'll rock out to it. Dancing Queen by ABBA? Try yeah. to fucking stop dude, me. Dude, that was my, I think I'm pretty sure I came to the ring to Dancing Queen. Yeah, I did ABBA. one time also. Yeah. It was dude, a rib on back, me, but I liked it. I think back to. Road trip, like somebody last week asked about uh, Louis Piccoli memories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, me, Stevie, and, and speaking of uh, today, I, I endorsed the Buffalo Bills on social media because you know I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But like we're on a we're in a Buffalo loop, 
uh, me, Louis Piccoli, and Steve Richards are driving around upstate New York. And fucking uh, Millie Vanilli's Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You comes on the radio. And fucking Louie turns up the fucking volume and starts singing at the top of his lungs and right along with the song. And he turns to me and he went, you know, there's a part where he goes, wow, or whatever. And Louie, like, leans over. You know, he's in the passenger seat, looks at me uh-huh. in the backseat because I'm the backseat guy. And does the whole production. I get, like, my own personal show with, you know, Louis Piccoli singing, you know, That's Girl, amazing. I'm Gonna Miss You or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, there's all those bands I love from the 80s, whether it's Air Supply or stuff like that. Just, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't make fun Dude, of it. Duran Duran. Dude, I love Duran. Some badass Duran Duran. But they yeah. get shit. And I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, there's some really good mus- musicianship on that album. They had yeah, a that's side what I was saying. Sometimes, well, that's like I always say, like, because people, like, give me shit if I'm like, oh, I like John Mayer. And they're like, oh, John Mayer. I'm like, it's not, I'm not talking about. He's an amazing I got his, musician. Like, pinup from like, you know, uh, whatever, like, like from Teen Beat magazine. But like, it's, the dude's an amazing musician. But because he oh, was kind of in that like kind of pop thing for a little bit, it's like discounted. The fact that he's like yeah. an incredible R&B, you know, um, you know, like, like yeah. he, he can, he can do so much. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Amazing musician. Uh, his guitar playing is amazing. I mean, bes- yeah. you know, besides the fact he, you know, he's in that certain certain genre. I mean, he gets up with the Grateful yeah. Dead, who are some of say, the most amazing musicians out there. You know, yeah. and jams with them. And then, I mean, he just does like when he goes like all in on like blues. It's insane. It's so good. Absolutely. But, who's here? Mind of the meanie, Mrs. Meanie, round of Tracy Roots, got something to say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> do I, though? Do I? I think you do, <laughs> as a matter of fact, because on social media, I believe you asked permission to have the floor. Does she have her headphones? Uh, put on your headphones. I'm just wondering, uh, do I have your headphones, Amy? Yeah. She's got a whole, her own, uh, her Let's see if I can set up. Oh, put on your headphones. I know how to. Let me put up your microphone. I'm going to try and move the camera over to her. Uh, oh, can you do that? I can't. Zoom. It, wa- it won't go over enough. I don't know you why. You physically should go like that a little bit. Uh, let's wait. Oh, here we go. I got to zoom you all the way out. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Oh. For the sake there. of a uh, podcast. There you go. We've been trying to like brainstorm on how we can bring this over a little bit more but me and me we had a pre-show meeting where i could get a phone or a camera over here that would be dedicated to you and then he could do a three three-way screen oh you were talking to I, him this morning i actually have, oh. I actually have an idea while wait, we're live wait because you were like we had a pre-show meeting because last night we had we were putting we put the headphones on and we were like testing everything out. I thought he was talking about us. I was like, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea, but I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I thought I could like double you up here. but uh, When I do my other podcast, we have like 
three full squares or something like that. Oh, I, I could do that, but I, I I can't double you. I was going to have like a copy of your, like two of the same thing. And then just one of them would be zoomed to her. One of them would be zoomed to you. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but alas, did you move your camera? Yeah, I, I turned it okay. around to help get her in. If you want to zoom okay. out. Maybe. Well, I just figured. There we go. Oh, there, uh, so I just figured I would pop in and wave, and then go. Uh, <laughs> as long as I can see you, I mean, I guess it would help if you could see me too when we're talking to each other. But like, yeah. you guys don't have video anyway. Yeah. No, we won't let them on on video. The Pod Squad. No. No. Because <laughs> no. I got a, I got a face for radio. No uh, style. Hey, hey, come on! That's a fun joke. Yes. But, uh, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. But this is fun. I, I dig this. Uh, it's an evolution of mine and the meanie. Yeah. Evolution. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. I, so, I, so you, uh, first of all, how are you? Uh, I just woke up. And so you're, <laughs> you're doing better than me then. I can tell you that much. So, listen, I just, I just woke up. I, ha- I've, I, I fell asleep at a decent hour, and then I woke up with a terrible stomach ache. Oh. And I I had some baking soda water, and I, I felt okay, and I went to is sleep. A, is that a thing? Put some, bacon, put some baking soda in some water. It's like Alka-Seltzer. Mm-hmm. That's what Alka-Seltzer that. is, bud. Yeah, come on. I didn't know that. <laughs> so We're learning that things here on The Mind of the Meanie. Yes. So, uh, so what I did was I... I put it into a water bottle and I peeled the label off so I knew which one was my regular water and which one was my baking soda water. And I mm-hmm. just woke up and I was like, man, I'm really thirsty. <laughs> and just went glub glub <laughs> with my baking soda water. So, <laughs> so good well, morning. Good morning to yeah. you. Uh, you had wanted to explain a picture that the Blue Meanie posted on social media if we want oh, because it because I'm the one that made it happen and I have to tell you my this perspective. Is, this is magical actually. Because so. I, I know that you've shared it on Facebook. Yeah. I know I've shared it before. I know I've talked about it, but I would like to talk about it as if I'm talking to other humans about it because it's a fun one. Yeah, we never really verbalized it. Yeah, it's it's aside from like, you know, hanging with your friends at the bar, but that's not a thing. So let's uh I'd like to talk about how that picture came to be. It's tonight we trolled Tommy Lasorda. <sighs> okay. So um uh we had a friend that was DJing at a place on South Street. It was upstairs over what is now or I don't know if it still exists, but that place Milk Boy. Yeah. Right, so across from Jim's, okay. mm, there's okay. There's, I know exactly where you are. It might have been a pizza place at the time, and then upstairs was a bar. So we were up, <laughs> we were up at the bar. Anytime I've been buddy. to Jim's, I have not been in a in a mental state to know what sure. else is around me. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so we were upstairs at the bar. And our buddy was DJing. And we went, uh, I went outside to smoke a cigarette. And uh, this car parks kind of close. And there's like, uh, it's almost like an entourage 
and I see this guy, and I'm like, I know that guy. I was like, that guy's a that guy's famous. Like, I know that guy, and I couldn't. I, his name just like escaped me. I I was like, I know that guy, and I run upstairs, and I go, There's a guy. There's a guy out there. I saw a guy. He's he's famous. He's famous. And I said, uh, he's, I know he's a sports guy and he's like super famous, like Madden. <laughs> and I'm trying to make it. I, that was my description. I'm half buzzed too. Knew, and I'm like, he I, knew. He goes, Tommy Lasorda. I went, yes. <laughs> wow. And I knew it was Tommy Lasorda because, like I said, I'm a sports talk junkie. And that day I was listening to. Either WIP or the mm-hmm. Fanatic here in Philly, and Tommy, Lass- I knew to- they had Tommy Lasorda on, and he was plugging a new wine that he was selling in the area. So she said, "Sports figure, like Madden." I went. I was like, "He's really famous from like the '90s, like Madden," <laughs> which is true, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. a pretty good description. Yeah, '80s, '90s, <laughs> that same era. But I, I went. The light bulb went off in my head. Lasorda was on Sports Radio today. He's in the area. I went, Tommy Lasorda. And she was like, yeah, we both fucking high-fived. Like, yeah. We fucking shared like, a yeah. brain. I was, like, he, I was like, he went into gyms. He went He went to the, it, he's in Philly. He went to the cheesesteak place. Yeah. Like, now, here's where the, the story gets really cheesesteak place. I, gyms yeah. is my favorite, to be totally honest. I'm I guess if you like that. being treated like an asshole. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Well, Last time I was yeah, there well, was about 10 years ago, so I probably uh, deserved it. They're, so. They were. Uh, all right. Dude, dude I took uh, the last time I went to uh, We'll get back to the story, but the last time I went to Jim's Steaks on South Street, and this is the absolute last time I went to Jim's Steaks, I took uh, Richard Christie there from the Howard Stern Show. Mm. And I was like, oh, this place is great, blah, 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 blah. So we're in line, and they're asking us, oh, well, what do you want on your steak? And they asked Richard, and he goes, do you have barbecue sauce? And the guy from Jim's went, yeah, at Acme. Basically saying, yeah. uh, instead of going, no, we don't have barbecue sauce, so would you like something else? He goes, no, at Acme. Basically tell him, I'll go buy some and put it on your own fucking sandwich. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's the last time I'll be here. So uh, fuck y'all. Yeah, so fuck them. You know, and like I said, I've always been more of a Geno's and Pat's guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, Jim's. I went there. Show. I just, you know what it was? It was after a, a um, Green Day concert, um, okay. and I was, uh, you know, a few few sheets to the wind at that point. Anything was going to taste good, but I just remember for whatever reason on that night, I remember going, "This is the best cheesesteak I've ever had." Um, yeah. But now they're I eat good, cheese steaks. I, they're impossible meat, so you know. Yeah. Do I have to? Oh yeah, you're part to, of the show. Yeah, you got to tell us do what I you're drinking. To, it's uh, this is the Spindrift uh, iced tea, half mm. and half. Okay. Seltzer. Oh, oh that wasn't a very one. good crack. That, hey, <laughs> but it was your first. Oh, I have headphones on. (gasps) I have headphones on, you guys. I have headphones. (laughs) She remembered. Oh my gosh! I'm like, I'm like on the show now. You're Robin. Uh, They've been uh, requesting our our pod squad's been requesting um, that we we put up some of their comments so you can see them. 
Mrs. Meany still elegant as... Oh, as, that's very nice. As ever, very Mrs. Nice. Meany is the best, yes. Um, I agree. I concur. I was yes. Uh, and then RJ asks, uh, have you guys had Diana sauce from Canada? I've never met her. No. Um, so it like, no, but you know what I just, you know what I just heard of that that's like Canadian? Uh, Bret Hart. D- Dijon ketchup. Apparently yeah. that was a thing that it was like. Uh, yeah. What's that? If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. Bare Naked Ladies. Was, yeah. The interlude. I don't. I don't know that song, uh, oh, but apparently it was in the song. I Googled it. And that, Let and me get my guitar. For their craft <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yes. That was a thing that craft was like, yeah. here, we made this for you guys. That's amazing. For, wow. But yeah, I've. Like I, I said, they like, uh, you know, have all the fancy, uh, well, have some ketchups and they're like, yeah, the fancy Dijon ketchups. And then they laugh and it's, yeah, you know. It's a thing. So, we would, if we had a million dollars, we wouldn't have to eat craft dinner, but we would eat craft dinner. Of course we would. We'd just eat more and buy really expensive ketchups to go with it. Yeah, like the fanciest Dijon ketchups. Yeah, that was <laughs> a thing that they That's actually they actually made, like That's within recent awesome. years. I googled it. I did not know that. I love Canada. I do. So can we talk about this? Can we finish talking about? Can I, uh, Tommy Lasorda, please? Yes, we'll talk about that. But the the kicker of this, when she came up to me, mm-hmm. both her and I realized that I was wearing this T-shirt. I didn't realize. I had no idea where he came from. I don't know who he is. Oh, uh, I saw the T-shirt, <laughs> and I was like, "How did no, me? How did me? Like, did he purposely wear this to go meet this guy? That's what my thought might, was." Okay, listen. He had heard about it on the radio that he was in town. He might have subconsciously put on that shirt for the day. Just in case. Because it just, no, no, no. Just, it was fresh in his mind. It was in, it was in the rotation at the time. It was in, excuse me. It was in. (laughs) Seltzer kiss. We heard that. Yeah. We're live, pal. It was the, it was the baking soda water. Ah. Even better. (laughs) I'm not. I'm very proud of my burps. I don't want to do it into the microphone because it's that's rude. Okay, so you can hear it. It's rude fine. or it fearful hurt my, that I'm going to make go, it a oh button my gosh, on my. Uh, Pardon me. But for the folks at home who don't know the shirt we're talking about, I have a, uh, you know, back in the day there was a, a place that made Philly centric shirts, and the the Phillies and Dodgers are always facing off in the playoffs, and there's the L A Dodgers logo that says L A. Well, this shirt had the L.A., but spelled out to lame, L-A-M-E, lame. So we're like, okay, there's fucking Lasorda. I'm wearing this fucking lame shirt. It was like some like everything just kind of went, uh, just went, boo, boo, boo. Like a bunch of light bulbs went off because he he's like, I gotta get a, I gotta get a photo. And then I was like, no, I'm I'm not doing it. Nope, not do it. And then he goes, oh no, I gotta get a photo. And then I'm like, ah. Now I'm like, we're going to get in trouble. But then, like, what would happen if he did? Because he hit it. So, so. There is the photo. I managed to be able to so drag it onto he, the screen. <laughs> I'll cover he's myself. He's holding open his jacket. He, he had it so that the M.E. was hidden. Well, well the first well. thing, this is the, day, this is the day and age before cell phone cameras. We had, like, flip phones. So I was like, it was probably Razor or BlackBerry at the time. But I said, 
Who's got a camera? Because we went and borrowed. No, a- somebody had somebody. Somebody maybe had a brand new camera. Yeah, and they were taking pictures up there because that's not. I mean, at the time, like even then, like bringing out a digital camera was an event. Yeah. So uh, I think it was our friend Denise. Denise had a had a camera, so we're like, she's like, take the good camera, <laughs> take the good cam, because we were all standing around like, should we do this? <laughs> oh yeah, no, you should definitely do this. <laughs> oh, I was all all for it. You know, as a as it was my duty as a Phillies fan to uh, troll Tommy Lasorda, who once. Famously tried to beat up the Philly fanatic on yes. the, the turf of Vets. We've all stadium, seen, so. <laughs> all seen that image. He was um, quite cantankerous. But uh, I mean, you look at yeah, you look at this picture, and not only is Meany sneaking that, you can see that hand. You're sneaking that shirt in the picture, making sure. Oh, we're, we're getting to that point real quick. Okay, but he looks. <laughs> so, I got to tell you, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody happier to take a picture with somebody. So. So he's got the M.E. covered, and uh, he's like, uh, we stood there. We weren't there for that long because I think Jim's was closing. They had got in in time to pick up their steaks. And well, this looks like you're outside. Off. Yeah, we're we out. We're out. We're in front of the Starbucks. We're in front of the bar that we were at where he was parked. Mm. So it's across from Jim's. He's got his cheesesteak in his hand. Yes, he does. Yep, he, they, so we stood there and just waited until they were done, which, you know, usually would take a long time. Usually Jim's has a line, like, around the block, but they were, like, closing. It was late, like. They're, like, in and out. So, yeah, so we we stood there for a couple minutes and waited, and he had his, his hand over the M.E., and he, so uh, Tommy Lasorda comes out with his, like, entourage, Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned to him, and 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 somebody in his entourage goes, "Oh, look, a Dodgers fan!" Yeah, he was like, "Look, look," and um, br- <laughs> Meanie says, "Hey, Mister Lasorda, it would be uh, it would be an absolute honor if you would take a photo with me." And he said, "All right, kid, hurry up." All right, make it quick or something like no, that. No, he legit was like, "All right, kid, hurry up." Wow. So, I, I, I positioned it to where like Tracy was against the the wall. She was, you know, I'm leaning against the wall with my cigarette. And I purposely positioned us to our back was to his entourage, and I slowly peel. It was like I went, I I slowly <laughs> peeled out the rest of the, you know. Like I'm wearing a mine and a meanie shirt right now. You would see the me. I went, ah, ha, ha, you know, in it's his amazing. photo. And if you look on his lapel, you can see a grease stain. Oh, um, he's all greasy. Oh, he's dude, his shirt. A, his listen, you guys, he's a hundred fucking years old in that picture. Well, he was a hundred and one in this one. Yeah. You know, come on. Um, it was like it was well, may late rest at in night. Peace. Um, it was late at night, and he had been out all day plugging his wine. They were parading him around. Pl- I'm sorry, he was what? They were parading his corpse around town. Jesus, he was in town promoting his new his wine. wine. Yeah, he was plugging, which his I heard wine. on W. I heard on the sports radio, and my part- parting line was like, "Well, uh, good luck with your wine. I heard you on the radio today." And they're like, "Oh, we'll be enjoying many of that." And he was, you could tell, he's three sheets. Oh, the we're old. going back to the hotel to have some more wine now. That's not what yeah. he said because he talks like that. Yeah, I'll catch. <laughs> so you could tell the difference between the voices. Well, my favorite, 
My favorite Lasaurus story is when uh, Stuttering John from the Howard Stern show asked him if he ever farted in the catcher's face. <laughs> yeah, the, like event, he was promoting like an ice cream. He was promoting a diet ice cream sandwich, and Tom and uh, Stuttering John was like, oh, 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 "I ever fart in the catcher's face?" And like, he, he was was he slim fast? Yes, he was because that's. Yes, I mean I know him because of like pop culture. I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch sports until I moved in with this guy. I mean, <laughs> sports were Sorry. on. I have four brothers, but like he was like a pop culture. Like he would yeah. always be on like. He would have cameos and stuff. I was looking at his IMDb trying to figure out, like, why Like why do I know him? I mean, obviously, yeah. he's everywhere, you know, but he was in Ladybugs. Yes. Rodney Dang- oh, the wow. Rodney yeah, Dangerfield movie, which I didn't remember. I Wait, was like, yeah, was we're going to really? have- Was that him? He was a, he was a coach. I, I, we have to watch it again. Cause okay. I, it it we'll probably it <laughs> does not hold up. It'll probably... Here's how stupid I am. I thought Ladybugs was a Disney movie, which it's not. Yeah, it's like PG-13. Yeah. yeah. They were putting a kid in drag the whole time. Yeah. I know there was swearing. There had to be. Yeah, nothing phases me, so I'm just like, yeah, although, that was a Disney movie. Although heavy, Heavyweights was a Disney movie, and that was a little... I, I mean, it's not... Heavyweights? And heavy... I mean, Heavyweights wasn't like, fuck, 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 you know, no, but, but... it was a little, uh... It was a Ben Stiller movie. Yeah. Because to me, like... To me, Ladybugs was kind of like Little Giants in a way because, like, uh, there was another famous uh, – Mike Dicka was in Little Giants. So uh, when she said – Was he? Yeah. I don't remember. He was the – well, there was a famous coach that opposed Ed O'Neill slash okay. Al Bundy. I know kicking and – he was in kicking and screaming as That's well. That's what I'm – And he okay. was, like – he was Will Ferrell's, like, enemy. He was his neighbor, and okay. he was, like, his enemy. <laughs> and it, he didn't he play himself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah, but like to me, that those all all those movies. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield there's, there's was the one in uh, in the Ladybugs, yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ladybug, uh, Rodney Dangerfield against uh, Tommy Lasorda. I shouldn't be mocking. You know, I shouldn't have broke Tommy Lasorda's balls. He's from here. He's from Norristown, which is right outside Philly. Which is well, even more so. To yeah, I mean the fact that he he had the unmitigated gall to attack. Uh, the Philly fanatic, right, right. I was somewhere. avenging the. I was avenging the Philly fanatic. Yeah, in that moment. Yeah. Wait for shoot. Did he? Well, well, yeah. Actually, you know, the Philly fanatic brought out. A, I want to say a blow up doll or a mannequin. Yes. And a Lasorda and a Lasorda like jersey, mouth taped and like. Yeah, and Lasorda went after him, and people are speculate to this day whether it was a a fucking shoot or not. Like he was like. You mean like. You mean like uh S Melter. You mean like that <laughs> You mean like the Bam Bam broken ring spot that I thought was real my entire fucking life? Oh yeah. Until like the last until like the last couple years, everybody talks about how like the making of like no 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 no, no. you put that curtain back. Yeah. You put Here's, that I don't wanna know. <laughs> now, did they expose it or is it all a lie because it was real and the work is telling you <laughs> that it wasn't? Oh, yeah. no. Wrestling is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I never Have liked wrestling. It? Have you ever watched it? Like, <laughs> I've, never watched, really? I've never watched wrestling before. <laughs> Have you watched it? So is that stupid. with all those guys in their underwear? Um, I, can I tell you, though, like, now when I watch wrestling, you know, I just go, what? Why do you think I'm so stupid? Why do you yeah. Why do you treat me like this, wrestling? <laughs> yeah, why do you treat uh, me like I'm so stupid? It's... It's not 
been good uh, from WWE standpoint. Hasn't and, uh, hasn't been great. I, that that's not what I'm talking about at all. I would never. No, uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would never <laughs> name a specific brand. Definitely. Here's the thing: the WWE. WWE. Uh, unless they're, I mean, now if listen, if they're offering me a job, um, then I would have to say my true. Oh, feelings, definitely which not. Is now they're, the they're going to be like company in the history of Earth, and no. They're going to say, Tracy, you let Tracy Root say bad things on your show. Mm, no. no, thank I'm you. Sorry, it's not my show. It's Meanie's show. I'm just, <laughs> I, I was just, uh, I, I was trying to log, I was trying to Zoom some family now, members and somehow ended can you give up me on the here. Ser- yeah. Can you give me the serial number for that fucking bus you just threw Blue me under? <laughs> Blue Meanie's never getting in the Hall of Fame now. You could just forget uh, it. More like the Hall of Shame, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> The delay, the delay on it. Your struggling face to reach it. With your little tongue hanging out. Oh, you sweet uh, boy. Manny should be uh, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know what? You'll probably be in Meltzer's. I'm at least in the uh, ECW Arena Hall of Fame. Which, uh, honestly, that's under, way right? cooler than anything else. Every single... Yeah. Think about how many different promotions run that building. And, and I, I wrestled, for, I wrestled maybe, for all but one. Maybe don't. Maybe, maybe don't, don't think. think about maybe think about the ones that run it now. <laughs> maybe not over the years. Yeah. Well, not over the there years. Was, I'm talking about who's running it now. Yeah, um, well, no one's yeah, running it now because now they had, well, right. Go to the GoFundMe, you guys. Yeah. Go give them your money so we can have the building. Forever. Yeah. So and also but, so like when MLW starts doing things again, you know, we are on the MLW radio the top, network. Not yeah. saying that we're 100% going to be piggybacking off of their next show at the ECW Arena doing a live Mind of the Meanie. Uh, and I'm not saying that because we have literally never discussed it with them, but... And it could be 20 years from now. It's going gonna, gonna to happen because Feels we're going like to will it. it into existence. Keep a mask on. Wash your um, hands. But don't wear an Eagles mask because the way their defense plays, you'll definitely get the COVID wearing the mask. Dear Lord. Yeah. Also, don't open up a package... Uh, that may or may not have COVID in it, like I did. Um, <gasps> oh, like the Simpsons. Was there a cloud? Did you see it? No, oh, I didn't no. see it. Um, but I'll be in touch in the next 14 days. Um, uh, Anthony Camarada says, I'm in an abusive relationship with WWE. They give me hope, let me down, then rope me back in, then the circle repeats. I got to tell you, I, I think, we're all kind of in that abusive relationship with WWE. Like sometimes I feel like they're genuinely just fucking with us. Like, uh, <laughs> um, what's his name uh, is now facing Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Um, Adam yeah, Adam Pierce. Like yeah. what? And that's no knock on Adam Pierce. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I mean he hasn't wrestled in like six years, but and. Right. I'm not sure what we're doing, and I feel like that space could, like the I don't know what I don't want to get. I can't knock it because I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it because of probably like scenarios like this. Yeah, it it just it just became hard for me to watch any current product with no fans. At first, the the novelty was cool. It's like oh, I've been to plenty of these shows where there's like next to no people, but now it's It's your fault. Jesus, yeah, it's your fault. AEW has let fans in, uh, keeping them separate. WWE refuses to because they've got this great uh, idea of the Thunderdome, which is your idea. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody should. I think 
that we they should wrestle on Zoom. I think that uh, all wrestling matches should still be on Zoom. I think nobody should be out in public. I agree. I, I think we could all do this virtually with green screen, and nobody <laughs> should touch each other. Oh, you want them to wrestle each other on Zoom? Yeah, no. No, no, I don't okay. mean I, fans watching. I mean, like, wrestlers should wrestle each other on Zoom. Mm. I think, yeah, just green screen. It'll work. Just picture okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ZWF, Zoom Wrestling Thanks. Federation, coming soon. Yeah. yeah. There's a good show when I was a kid called Zoom. I don't know that. <laughs> I, that was about Zoom, 20 years before Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> fuck all that's, you. That's Canadian too. This is the great Canadian show of 2021. Hey, have you heard about that new show with the guy with the the kids show with the dude with the uh, with the extra large penis? I saw something about that. I know you're not even being funny. Oh, I'm not being funny. Thing. I'm so confused how this is. A th- I'm gonna see if I can look it up. Uh, What's that? What's that song uh, that Jerry Lynn likes? He's like, Detachable Penis. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What's the name of that band? I don't know. I don't have my phone. I didn't bring my phone into the studio because I thought that would be uh, unprofessional. Am I going to get uh, flagged by typing in children's show with large penis? Yeah, you're going to end up. Here it is. Denmark debuts new children's TV show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis. This is from CNN. (laughs) Uh, Denmark's flagship broadcaster has suffered blowback over its newest children's TV program, John Dillermond, an animation starring a man with a penis so massive and flexible it can save children from danger, fetch objects from a river, and operate as a pogo stick. The show... The show, whose 13 episodes are available to watch on the DR Network's website follows its titular character as it navigates an array of unexpected scenarios caused by his inexplicably huge genitalia. In episode one, for instance, the mustached Dillermond uses his gigantic stripy organ as a, le- as a lead for his dog, but quickly finds himself inundated with requests from his neighbors to take their pets out for a walk too. I wonder if lead was meant to be a leash. Maybe. At another point in the show, he is stuck yeah, that's floating. British. He is stuck oh. floating in midair after balloons are tied to his groin. In another episode, he breaks a friend's vase or vase, depending on who you are, with his penis and must raise money to pay them back. And in a third, he uses it to steal an ice cream at the zoo. The show's <laughs> opening montage also shows him using his genitals to keep a lion away from a group of children. Um, I mean, I could go on, but holy Please shit, don't. what is happening? Yeah. No, thank you. He's got a prehensile penis. And yeah. they're like, this is, like, when, oh, when uh, Preston like, they're like, like, this a is not tail, sexualized in any way. <clears throat> the, uh, the song Detachable Penis by King Missile, by the way. I'm going to look that up. Nice. Um, you ever heard the song My Ding-A-Ling? Yes. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Did you, ever, did you ever hear the song, uh, My Cock and Balls? Oh. <laughs> it goes like this. 
Oh, hold on. She's she's going to play us a song. It goes, it goes a little something like this. Nice. Here well done. Did Have, you hear that? I did is hear that. Is that close enough? Hold on. Hold on. she got one more. Here, this wait. has been my last couple days. Here, this, this is... Uh, this is somebody falling down a ladder. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard the song Enormous Penis? No. Oh, man. I wish we could play it without getting in trouble here. Uh, whenever life gets you down, keeps you wearing a frown, the gravy train has left you behind, and when you're all out of hope, down at the end of your rope... And nobody's there to throw you a line. If you ever get so low that you don't know which way to go, come on and take a walk in my shoes. And it goes on and goes on. Sounds like a ripoff. Take a look uh, at my enormous penis and my happy times are coming to stay. Uh, Take a look at my enormous penis and my troubles started melting away. What? That was the alternative lyrics to uh, the Cheers theme. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, Mrs. Meany's got her uh, new stylophone, which is uh, very cool. Been a been pretty cool actually. Yeah. She, uh, she fa- uh, How did you find us? By the way, the stylophone, because you were showing me like cover tunes people do with it. And it's- well, it's I found it on Amazon because I every once in a while I Google uh, weird instruments. That's why I have an extensive collection of weird instruments. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it was on Amazon. Like Amazon kept showing it to me. And I was like, all right, I'll bite. So I looked up videos of it, and I was like, hmm, maybe this is for me. Because they're like 30 bucks. That's cheap for an instrument, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So whatever. Let me let me fiddle around with that. So Stylophone, uh, the Stylophone is famous for uh, being in Space Oddity. It's like a, it, it was in David Bowie's Space Oddity. Like when you, I, I was like, I guess. And then once you listen back and you know to look for the sound. So David Bowie used it in Space Oddity and then he used it in a couple other songs. Mm-hmm. But like if you look up Stylophone, it's like all like people, people um, have attached that to David Bowie's name. So there's Bowie mm-hmm. all over the place. Very um, cool. Nah, it's, it's awesome. It's just, I can, now I can make weird video game music. I think it's fantastic. That's exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it, and it's falling set down the ladder like a, thing. It's <laughs> right. It's set up like a keyboard. It's set up like a piano. So I don't know piano songs. <laughs> but you know Super Mario. I will. What? No, I don't. She showed me a video. Somebody. She showed me a video. Of somebody with two stylophones. Oh yeah, no, Eddie, I get it. Doing uh, Eddie Van Halen's <laughs> Eruption, which was pretty cool. Yeah, there's a guy. If you look up stylophone. There's a guy that like he he has two, but then he'll like make different tracks. Oh, okay. So it so oh well, actually so there's there's stylophone and then there's like a stylophone beatbox which does drum sounds specifically, and then there's another one. There's like bigger, fancier ones too, but mm. the guy has the two basic and the drum one, and he'll like do separate tracks and put them, I and put them together as like one song. So he's got like Thunderstruck. 
Oh, that's which, awesome. Uh, you got to th- there's a lot going on in Thunderstruck. And to do it on a stylophone, like he needs more than one. Oh, sure. In order, in order to make one guitar noise, he needs, you know, mm-hmm. it's That's fun. so cool. Uh, the, uh, he did Eruption as well. Mm-hmm. But, and that he needed too. He was just playing the two tandem to do uh, the Eddie Van Halen solo Eruption. And I was showing Brian, uh, I mean, Nini, uh, whatever his the name is. the fuck is, is Brian? <laughs> I was showing him. I try to meanie him, you know, to to his fans. It's tough. So uh, I'm showing him the eruption video, and the guy's got two. And I'm like, I can't play this. Like, don't think that <laughs> I will not be playing eruption. Hey, this you guy's don't know. got two. You could you could get there eventually. Oh, no. Let's oh, see. No, no, thank I, you. I, I think I, uh, <laughs> I I pulled it up on the YouTube. Well, don't play too much of it. Yeah, why don't it has you to let, start farting over. Why don't Why yeah. don't you let people go go find it, and then they can give them they can give the guy the views. Yeah, go mm. give the guy the views. Go give uh, the guy yeah. the views. He, hey, yeah. while you give the guy the views, what if we do a ask Meanie? How's that sound? Let's do a ask Meanie anything. Let's do it. Let's ask Meanie anything. Ask me something. Can All I right. leave now? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Was that it? I, it? I didn't know. Was that officially ending your segment, or you're yeah. welcome to stay? Yeah, we don't have an outro theme. Yeah, so. can I leave now? Yeah, yeah you can leave. We did, I mean, actually, can... Mrs. Meanie does have an outro theme. We need to pull that from her. Uh, I, now that she's got what? like a real setup, we need to pull that from the videos. There we go. But um, well, now I'm gonna have all kinds of music because I'm gonna I'm gonna make video game music, and oh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. so much fun. You need to do the BWO theme. I'll sit around for a little while. It's All fine. Right. <laughs> All right. First question comes from Mark in Dryden. It's hot in here. Is Mark n- in Dryden. Is nuclear heat a thing of the past? How can a wrestler even create any in this era? I'm pretty sure Jackson Riker uh, got some <laughs> nuclear heat a couple. So yeah, it still exists. Yeah, it, you know it's interesting because you think going, about- I'm not going. I'm not. I won't go into detail. But but yeah, he got nuclear heat. Yeah, but I think he would. I mean. I don't think he thought he was being the heel in, in that instance. Um, you look at a guy like MJF, right? And the thing is, no matter how, uh, I won't even say in gimmick, I mean, the dude's just, you know, being an asshole, no matter how much but he does the fans that. Are in, the, the fans are in on the joke. The fans are which, loving it. They're yeah. loving to hate him. He's, he's a heel to, to the point where he's a babyface almost. Yeah, so he's not know? getting, like, the nuclear heat. Um, no. No. Well, interesting question, though. Uh, Anthony, very, Com- no, very good, very, very good question. Very good very question. Good. Yeah, um, they've tried I th- though. I think I feel s- like they've. I feel like they've tried to like get real mad at MJF, and it's just like everybody gets it. I think the only people. I think the only nuclear heat you can get is the company. The last time you've seen anything is is WWE when they were doing like the uh, when Daniel Bryan didn't go into didn't win the Royal Rumble or was but eliminated. That, that- but that almost seemed like a setup to you know work too. But I don't know, you know, uh, 
you know, they're like, oh, they're burying Daniel Bryan. Oh, they're burying him, but he's on TV battling, you know, Stephanie right. McMahon, Triple H every week. Bury well, if me it was way. set up, then but, they but, did bury me that way. nuclear heat. Yeah. You know, but I mean, that's the thing. Like when the fans were just so pissed off at things, um, and I'm not counting the John Cena stuff. Everyone loves John Cena. They just yeah. are. They love getting their voices out on TV more. Um, it's like it's like Nickelback. Everybody says they fucking hate them, but somebody's buying the records and they're still selling out arenas. So Ooh. yeah, I went to a WWE show within the past like three years, maybe. And I went with a couple girlfriends. We have like this weird like ladies' night, and we go to wrestling. Yeah, because uh, he won't go. He won't. I yeah, can't go with he's him. He's told us about that before. I think. Right. So I, you know, I, 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 we have a weird like wives' club, and we just go. We go That's to awesome. wrestling shows. So we go, and all of the wives have husbands. All the husbands are best friends. They're all wrestling fans, and uh, my one friend says, um, "Why are they booing Roman Reigns? Like, cause she knows the she knows the who most of the people mm-hmm. are. So she's like, why are they booing Roman Reigns? Cause that was like when it was the thing to do. And I was like, honey, they don't even know why they're booing yeah. Roman Reigns. Like, yeah, you know what? I think part of why they're in my opinion, part of why they're doing, I agree, they didn't have any idea why they were doing it. But no, and it just and so, at that point it had become it. It became it at became, that point it became the thing to do. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Like, right. Like it wasn't. It, it, it's like John Cena. Like but at they, some point they were just doing it just to do it. Like I at still first stand maybe by. they had. I, no, continue. Maybe they had a reason at first, and then it was just like, this is what we do now. You know, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, like, the Kurt Angle, you suck. Like, yeah. you don't think he sucks for real now. But they got to sing the song. It's the thing that they do. I still think they missed We're out on a lot of, of money show. for John Cena um, had they turned him heel. I think what yeah. they did now with Roman Reigns, aside from this match that he's having at Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns is now somebody that people, he's one of the highlights of the show when he's on. Because him as this heel, as this new, you know, uh, tribal leader and all that stuff, it's awesome. Instead of this old, tired gimmick that they were doing. Had they turned John Cena heel back in like 06, 07, 08, 09, any of those times, I think by the time you got to, you know, 2012, he would have been white hot. He would have been, you know, and I think they did that with The Rock. And look at him. He became an even bigger star when he then turned face again, you know? Um, yeah, I, I I think they kept seeing a baby face because the merchandise. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. all the kids. I, but it's, I think it was short-sighted. Like, Why, Mr. Burgundy? Uh, <laughs> um, Anthony Camarada, our good friend Anthony, Camarada. Patreon member, asks, how much creative freedom did Meany have in his promos in ECW and WWE, and was WWE as heavily scripted as today's product? ECW, I pretty much had leeway. Uh, like, they give me bullet points, and you just go by those. Or if they pitch something to you, I'll, you know, always the, the good thing they do is go, I like that, but uh, how about, can I, I do this? Mm. You know, don't go, oh, that, the worst thing you could do is go, oh, that's stupid, let's do this. Because then you're, they're going to force you to do what they want. But if you go, you phrase it, hey, uh, I understand, but what if we tried this? Yeah. I had a lot of that in ECW, and there's times in WWE 
where they'd hand me a fucking script. And I'm just like, oof. You know, like uh, most famously the um, promo I did for Shamrock, mm-hmm. where everybody thinks I'm cutting a promo and Ken Shamrock and Ryan comes out. Yeah. That was all verbatim, all on script, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, I, you know, it, you know the, the, the angle got over and all that stuff, but I think, you know, if I was able to freelance a little bit, yeah, I could have put a little bit of meaning in that promo where I just sounded like a guy painted up a, a guy dressed like the blue meanie, but and that's it. You didn't have your voice, and it did, and it didn't have, and that's yeah. today. That's the problem today. You have yeah. so much talent. Everybody's unique, but they're yeah. all forced to not be unique, and that's yeah. the problem. Um, but. Hey, it is what it is. James Sorensen follows up with a, with a good question here. Meanie, who had more influence on your career, Raven or Stevie Richards? Well, I think you, I think Raven influenced both me and Stevie Richards. You so know, Raven would have to. Of, he, he's the ultimate because he influ, he taught Stevie and he taught me. So that's, it was a, it's mutual. You know, me and Stevie both learned from Raven. Fun question here comes from Travis. Uh, Steenstra on Patreon. Who would have been a better fit in ECW, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels? Manny, what do you think? That's a great question. Um, I think Bret just, uh, really? yeah. Um, from the, he could have been, you know, cause ECW, I mean, everybody goes ECW is blood and guts, but we also appreciate the technical stuff from, you know, Malenko Guerrero, all that stuff. Imagine Bret Hart coming into ECW and having matches with D- Dean Malenko or something like that. Oh, it would have been incredible. But, I, but to me, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, Sean, like Sean, Sean would have been great, too. Sean oh, would have yeah. been great, too. No, I get what I mean, you're saying ta- completely. The talk about nuclear heat, you know, him coming out against against Shane Douglas, you know. That would have been. I mean, Sean Michaels coming out against Shane yeah. Douglas. Oh, God. That would have been. Dude, he would have got he would have been the heel in the situation. But Sean also and, would uh, have had the attitude that I don't think Brett would have been able to have that like Shawn Michaels in that 97 time period. Yeah. That he could have easily fit into ECW and gone over there and just been and he you know he would have been such an asshole that people you talk about nuclear heat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, he caused. Uh, how about that riot they caused uh, in Arkansas or whatever? Mm-hmm. So, something happened. Somebody threw something, and he's like, "Anybody and throw he, something?" Yep. He's like, "You just it, lost your main event." Yep. And walked out. Didn't Based give out. a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Great question. Great fantasy booking. Ringside rant. Our good friend RJ was TNA ever a possibility after you left WWE? I was. I did their fourth show. Um. I tried to get in there. And they, I did one run in where I DDT'd Francine, mm-hmm. but uh, and then they asked me to come in for that ECW thing they did, and I turned that down because I just, <laughs> I was like, uh, great, thanks for asking me, but uh, bad timing. I just spent all this money on a vacation, <laughs> uh, which I'm supposed to go on the day after. I was like, hey, if you want to change my flight, plane tickets. That'd be cool. You, you know, one of your uh, main guys there owns a travel company. Can you fix my airfare? <laughs> and, you know, I just send the tape in. But I don't even think I ever watched that. People it, were like, didn't they have, like, fake Blue Mini? Yeah, they had a I fake don't, Blue I Mini. I have no idea. Did they have a I fake don't. Blue Mini? I remember yeah. watching it, and I thought it was really, it was actually really well done. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember enjoying Gertner. Um, 
I'd have to really watch it back. Maybe we'll cover that one time in the uh, that was extreme on adfreeshows.com. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, they had like their security guy dress up like me, and they could did BW two point or something like that. Oh, I mean, I would have done it, but I wasn't going to just throw away money. I would have been losing money doing the show. Yeah, that's not. So. It was. It was my birthday. We were going to California. Like yeah. it was. We we listen. We travel a lot, and we never take actual vacations. Yep. And we were taking an actual vacation, no wrestling trip. Yeah. And they wouldn't change it. Yeah, they wouldn't so. help us out. So, but I mean, I guess it was nice that they like included you kind of like, hey, we're thinking about you at yeah. least. Yeah, I, f- I filmed the promo. The paycheck of- would have been nice. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But I'm, t- I'm just kidding. <laughs> But seriously, I don't want to sound like a bitch. Like that's the important thing. It's cool that they were like, "Hey, we're thinking Here, about you." Here's the thing, though. Um, last I checked, Blue Meanie is not a professional wrestler as a hobby. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's out of line to ever be like, "Would be cool to have a paycheck when you're, you know, referencing my likeness or wanting to put me on your show." He or didn't. Things like that. He didn't know it was going to happen. We didn't know. We didn't yeah. even know it happened until people were telling him. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea. We were on vacation. Oh, well. um, we were on vacation. <laughs> to get That's serious good. here, do a real, yeah. real serious question from Adam Scholes. Um, do you like blue cheese? Love blue cheese. Excellent. Uh, and, and then that's... That's the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. That come uh, from our fans. You know who's got a really good uh, blue cheese? Who? My dick. No. Jesus uh <laughs> I felt like that should have like a terrible. Uh, I reply. thought that was uh, no, 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 under cheese. no, <laughs> no. Kerrygold, yeah. uh, um. Kerrygold. Uh, it's like Irish. Like they have really good butter, but they have really like they have particularly good blue cheese. Absolutely. They only ever had it like if I, if they had it at Shoprite. I know Shoprite's like a regional thing, but that's our supermarket. Um, for anybody listening who has no idea what I'm talking about, um, they would have it. I feel like they had it around like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, they don't. They they yep. carry a wider variety of the Kerrygold around St. Patrick's Day, but you know, it's delicious. It's, it's delightful. Good, that's the good stuff. Yeah, it's particularly good blue cheese. Ivan Rivers at Fallen Ivan. Oh man, when are you ever gonna get up? Uh, you ever watch the show Twin Peaks? No, uh, but I well not that that's it's a bad thing or good thing. It's it was never. In my periphery. I mean, it was in my periphery. Everybody mm. talked about it, the missing girl or whatever, and everybody said it was a really good show. But spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. have you now watched? Don't have to watch it. Have you watch? You already know Creek? what happens. Shit's Creek's amazing. It is one of my favorite shows of all time. Is it similar, or does it just kind of rhyme a little with Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks uh, uh, Creek? rhymes. That's why I thought of it. Has no. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Could not be further from the. Uh, uh, another Canadian thing. It's the great American. It's the great American. The great American Canadian. <laughs> the great American Canadian of 20, uh, invasion. Twenty twenty one. What was that? The great American Canadian episode of twenty twenty one. Episode of twenty twenty one. Okay, that'll be your. That should be your title. Yeah. <laughs> that should. That should be your show title. That's good. I made that up. The great American Canadian episode of twenty twenty one. What was our other title that we we're gonna have? I forgot to write it down. Yeah, Schitt's okay. Creek is a great show. Schitt's Creek. Oh, so good. I just got my wife for her birthday um, a 
uh, apron that says uh, "Fold in the cheese. <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten to that episode. Oh, we 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 watched the whole show. Oh, okay, yeah, we're we're caught up. It's it's a uh, it's such a great such a great show. Um, RJ, let me know what we were supposed to name the episode. I forget. Oh, I'm not Jeff. That's what we're calling. I'll just write it down. Oh, I told uh, the story about the uh, record and how I knew the guy who emailed you back. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. Of course, of course, you did. This yeah. comes from a uh, tears in my coffee. <laughs> what a great name. If you had a way to fix ECW back in the day, what would you have done to do... What, what would you have done to repair things uh, which could have seen ECW still running today? So what would you have done? We're at the tail end here of ECW. And they go to you. Paul Heyman goes, Meanie, I'm out of ideas. I need you to fix ECW. I mean, ECW was doing okay. I mean, watch those shows, dude. Crowd was still there. Mm-hmm. Usually, big, usually, companies go out of business when fans aren't there. If you watch the tail end of AWA versus the tail end of ECW, AWA was doing a, their TVs in an empty arena, basically mm-hmm. like now with the Team Talent Series, and there's no fans there. There were just there was no fans. You know what you could have done? You could have gotten a real job so you could pay the boys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, am I am I right? Yeah. Um. No, but to, uh, I don't know, just say don't take the TNN deal uh, because that's basically what killed ECW. Uh, ECW was always in this uh, ta- this cycle of, you know, the the year they were in was paying for the year before. Right. You know, they're always playing that, okay, two, you know, 96 paid for 95, 97 paid for 96. If they had just gotten – you know, advertising money or something, any kind of money from the network, ECW was stuck around, but they were paying all the production costs, all the talent and stuff like I, that. Where if a network takes on a, a company, they usually, pay, you know, flip the bill. Like, look at all the money Fox is paying WWE right now. Right. ECW had a fraction of that. I think this is around. something, obviously, at some point we're going to cover ECW on TNN on... Uh, yeah. That was extreme on adfreeshows.com. When we do, uh, that's we'll get into this more, but I think um, there's been a lot of word, a lot of rumor that the having ECW on TNN was like a trial. Like, hey, how's wrestling work on here? Before, oh, for WWE, absolutely. Um, well, like, what was what was TNN? It was like country, was it country music? It was the, like, the Nashville network. Yeah, I know, no, no, uh, but yeah. like, what did what kinds of things did they play? It was like country music, right? yeah, like not ECW. What that's a, for sure. what a sure, no, 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 and like once once they did have wrestling, I was a huge wrestling fan. I don't know that they had, I don't like, I don't know that. I know yeah. I skip by that channel because it's boring, uh, and that's I mean, rude, really. Sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I like country music, actually, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, no, no, I completely agree. It's, it's not, it, it's, it's not what I'm looking for. No, it, right, and they didn't, you know, go together and, in the way. And that hence I why they, and hence why they changed the name from the Nashville Network to, to the, the National. National. Yeah, yeah, and then they tried ECW and tried alternative. Uh, I would program. like to. I would like to watch that. How long was that on there for? How many? Uh, yeah, how long? I, I want to say like about a one year. year? 
Okay, I'd like to watch some of those because I have no idea. Well, I pretty much will do it for research. Yeah, we'll have to do it for research at one point. Fun fact, in doing my research, when I thought that was the episode we were going to be doing next, but I don't think it's going to be, um, I, uh, I, I mean, eventually in we the will first cover. episode on really? TNN. Yes. I am in the crowd, front row, uh, at uh, when they showed the Hardcore Heaven match <laughs> of Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn. Uh, yeah, that's the event where Van Dan gave me the piece of the table. When I was there with Bill Apter working backstage, um, by Ooh. working backstage carrying things and getting Van Dam coffee. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm actually seen on there. So I don't know. That's one of those things where I got to see if Gertner's on the first episode because you weren't on the first episode, were you? I wasn't with the, com- I wasn't with the company. Right. So I think that would be hilarious if Joel wasn't either and we can do that show and that I was the only one ah. who physically appeared on. Yeah, That's I fun. Mean, yeah, I, I wasn't on the Nashville or the TNN thing until you. like right towards the end with the, uh, they did the, the, the double show at Hammerstein, which was like the ECW tag tournament. Mm-hmm. I was on those shows. I wrestled Balls Mahoney and then um, I did something on Heat Wave and that was about it. Mm-hmm. I well, we I did whatever that uh, last pay per view during the winter was, or something like that. I did something. Um, like Matt Massacre on thirty first, or was it? I don't know if that was the last one or not, but that's the last one I was on. I'm talking about as far oh, as me, oh, okay, me as a, a performer being. Well, when we do the TV. Blue Meanie episode, yeah, which we're not even putting that up on like the options now because I want to kind of save those, build the Blue Meanie and Joel Gertner episodes up, you know, yeah. um. But uh, uh, Devin Miller asks, "How is the recep- How's the reception been for that? Was extreme, uh, really blown good. away by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of coverage on wrestling news sites. Um, yeah. Everyone who has seen it has they've been so kind to saying that it's it's in their rotation now. Um, and and people from other lines of uh, like sports reporters and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Pat." Uh, not Pat Gallon. Yeah, yeah. Pat Gallon put it over. Uh, yeah. A bunch of people put it over. Uh, yeah. So you know, just everybody's reached out. And, uh, Corey, Some, Corey, Corey Seidman from uh, NBC uh, Sports Philly reached out and said, you know, it was amazing, and uh, asked, you know, how many, what That's we're awesome. going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Somebody sent over some snail mail, and it was just a drawing of a thumbs down. I forgot to tell you. Oh shit! Yeah, that, that was it, our one bad review. They took their hand, like you know how you make the yeah, you know how you make the turkey. Yeah, sure. you draw around. They just drew around the thumbs down. Well, so it's just, the same I'll person who puts a thumbs down on all of our uh, YouTube videos, but since <laughs> it's not on our YouTube, they're like, "Well, we got to figure this shit out somehow." Yeah, somehow they, we got to let them know. They snail mailed it over. Um, yeah. No, it, well, it's I'll, been just, so I'll just turn the paper upside down. I'll turn the paper upside down. No, 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 yep. you can't, because it said this way up. <laughs> <laughs> Like a piece of yeah. paper with a thumb down that says "this way up." I don't, yeah. Can I tell you? I, I stole that from I stole that from Upright Citizens Brigade. So, oh fuck. There was a bit where they were doing <laughs> the they were doing the the fortune cookie thing where you say "in bed" at the end, and yes. everything the one dude got was all negative. 
<laughs> it was all bad. It was like, you are terrible in bed. Why would it even say you are terrible? That's not even a fortune. <laughs> and then the one is, he's like, it's just a thumbs down. They're like, yeah, but if you turn it around, it's a thumbs up. And he says, no, look. And it says this way down. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's been, we've we've been really, you know, it's a once a month show, but people have asked for it to be more than that. And that's really flattering. Um, yeah, it is. We're not going to do it more than that. At this point. <laughs> I, thought, but, I but thought it was uh, like one and done forever, but you guys, that's, co- that's cool. The feedback is, that's, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll do it more. Yeah, no, they want us to do it's uh it's we're gonna do it uh that they want us to. They want us to and we want to. Um we're gonna do uh the first of every month it'll drop. Uh yep. never live. Never live. No. Too many technical difficulties for it to be yeah. live. Uh for yeah. somebody else. But uh yeah, well that kind of does it for uh for Ask Meanie. Um yes. put a little put a little bow on that. And uh <laughs> and yeah, that kind of does it for uh, for mind of the meanie. I think unless you've got some other what? <laughs> um, to play us out. Yeah, if you want to play us out there. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, man. So uh, that's it. Anything else on your mind before we go? Uh, I hope everybody's doing good uh, in the afterglow of Christmas and New Year's and all that good stuff. Hanukkah. So Hanukkah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm so, oh, I'm, I'm so just a, kidding. I was just being all inclusive. Yes. As uh, we as we are uh, at my at this meeting. point, you could just you know wish everybody a, a nice uh, you know New Year or a happy. Rest oh, we did of that winter. last week. Ha- happy rest of the winter. Oh, I hate this time. Yeah. But there's there's one I need day a tan. of the year. There's one, hold on, there's one day of the year, me and Mrs. Meany will be driving around, I'll go, the sun's still out. And we, we, we realize that it's going to be, eight warm. O- Sorry, it's terrible. eight o'clock, it's, it's eight, eight o'clock. o'clock, the yeah. sun's still out. Yeah, that's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, it's nice. eight o'clock, sun's still out. And well, it's eight o'clock somewhere. Power's yeah. still on, Julian. Uh, it's Canadian. Yeah, Charlie Park Boys. <laughs> well, um, hey, let's plug some shit before we go. How's that sound? Yes, sir. Uh, our action figures. Buy them now at JB Toys One on Instagram or JB Toys and Collectibles. If you're in the U.S., or you're outside the U.S., go to cellatoys.net. Um, there's a limited supply, and they are are starting to fly again. I don't know why, but all of a sudden they're starting to really move again. Um, and uh, you know, so get them while they're hot. Uh, I really think they're going to be here before the summer. So yeah, me too. Um, they, they and, gave himself uh, a buffer with saying summer, but I have a feeling it's going to be sooner than that. Um, hey, Faye, brother. <laughs> Travis says uh, that Ad Free Shows posted the Zoom call uh, with the top guys on the RSS feed. Um, the Zoom call that we did, Meanie. Um, Very cool. Yeah, got to listen to it at work this week. Sounded like a good time. Meanie hotboxed himself. Yes. Yeah. It happens. It happens uh, all the time. Um, No, this was a lot of fun, though. And uh, make sure if you're interested in our uh, T-shirts, I should probably start playing us out. Isn't that what I do when I start doing this stuff? Oh, hey, you can get this T-shirt here. Yeah, I've been eyeing that one up. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, Um, I made this because I think it's very brilliant. Tell us all about it. 
it's brilliant and like nobody buys this shirt. So it's like super secret uh, joke. It's, it's a deep cut. The uh, un- unbooked catering shirt, which uh, spawned from the idea that, hey, if you're not on uh, WWE TV, you're hanging out and catering, watching the, the rest of the guys work. So. It's uh, when creative, it says, uh, we'll have something for you when creative doesn't. I love that unbooked, shirt. Unbooked catering, Stanford, Connecticut. I love that shirt. I'm going to have to pick one of those up, I believe, because every cut. time I see it, I really enjoy it. Um, it's so obscure. You, and you can get it at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. Uh, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie for all of our great shirts. We've got some new stuff up there. Uh, and, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash So Says Shernoff for some great things like my uh, shirt I'm wearing right now, Shernoff Premium Broadcasting, which I may have been wearing last week, too. Um, that's what happens. It's okay. It's- it's been a week. You washed it. It's fine. Yeah, do the laundry, and there it is folded. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to put it away. I'll just wear it. Um, man, Meanie, you want to take over? Uh, if you want to uh, have the Blue Meanie give you a well wish, I did really good on Christmas and New Year's. Go to BlueMeanie.com. I mean, uh, go to Cameo.com slash BlueMeanieBW. It's been that kind of week, folks. Uh, yeah. This week's been one hell of a month. Um yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely go uh, check us out if you're uh, listening to us and uh, want to see all these shenanigans live. And uh, before your eyes, go to uh, Patreon.com/slash Mind of the Meanie, uh, where uh, you can get be involved and interact with us as we record a show, like you are right now, like a lot of folks are right now. So yeah, uh, still to come this this uh, month, we've got a watch along. We're gonna be doing a watch along of uh, two different Royal Rumble matches from the past. Uh, we're also going to be doing a Q and A. Um, a, a Q&A Zoom for certain tiers and we're going to be uh, doing our Zoom call with, with our uh, our pod squad, our Patreon members so it is definitely worth the price of admission if you want to chat with the Blue Meanie uh, and and myself and maybe Mrs. Meanie will join us, who knows? Sometimes I come in and yell, it's fine. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, check all that stuff out. Um, make sure to uh, go to, to homage.com. Use promo code Meanie. Um, yeah, that's uh, Collar and Elbow. They're great. Collar and Elbow brand.com. Promo code Meanie. Go over to Collar and Elbow.com uh, and use promo code Meanie. Oh, we're also going to be doing alternative commentary this month for the Royal Rumble on Fight Absolutely. TV, uh, sponsored by Manscaped.com. Uh, so you can go to there, manscaped.com, use promo code ALTCOM, A-L-T-C-O-M. Use it, please. It would be great. Uh, we'd appreciate hey, that. Uh, also, promo code Meanie. Hey, you know, Manscaped, uh, I, I I, was shopping around Manscaped to get uh, the Blue Meanie some stuff for Christmas. And I saw, now you guys are always like, tee-hee balls, but like, they do stuff for like testicular cancer. They're oh, they like, do great stuff. Yeah, an yeah. Company. Can we can we just mention like how cool that is? Because you guys are just like hee hee bush balls. But yeah. uh <laughs> Yes we are. Ha- that's that's a haha Clinton Dick's cousin. Tee hee bush balls. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Oh but, man. Yeah, how, that's cool. Yeah, Manscaped. Uh, yes, yeah, so go to manscaped.com, promo code Meanie, promo code ALTCOM, whichever one you feel like doing. Uh, feel free to use both. Um, and uh, yeah, that, I think that's it. Meanies. Yeah, man, it's been a great, great episode. I'm going to go uh, stare at my uh, my action figure. 
prototype <laughs> for a while. Go play with myself for a bit. So jealous. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to get together sometime this week and get that in your hands. <laughs> well, we on the shelf. It'll be nice. Yeah, yeah. Stock up on some seltzer. Um, this has been Mind of the Meanie. Join us again next Monday and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the meanie. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 